Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hardcore Heroes Other Side. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing pretty good, figuring out exactly how we're going to die this week. Ah, <laughs> yes. So many dangers, and starving to death won't be Kind's problem anymore. No, that's demonic possession. That's, that's yours. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, what's been going on? What have uh, you guys been up to in the last week? I made a little bit more progress on Fates, and I feel like I haven't finished it, but the general feeling I'm getting is it's it's a pretty mechanically solid game, and it's actually hard. They they because they they released two versions of Fates, and they were they were advertising Conquest as the hard one, and I, I think they actually did make it pretty difficult. Um, the writing is awful though; it's Ooh. just horrendous. It's like they they went kind of anim like pretty hardcore anime with Awakening. And then they took it up to like marry your sister anime with fates. Ooh. I don't know yeah. what that means, but it does not sound good. Um, it's like Awakening was like a shonen anime, right? It was like you mm. beat the big bad evil guy with the power of friendship, and everything is perfect, and nobody dies. Blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. um, fates is more like die. you have your own private quarters, and you invite units over to chat with you in your private quarters, and you get like a close up shot of them while you're chatting, and you can scroll down and look at their boobs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, also you can marry your sisters. That's they just is that a highlight? You can do. No, it's just the thing you can do. They just. <laughs> they just allow you to marry your sisters. Yeah, they're just there. There's plenty of marriage candidates, and your sisters are among them. All right. <laughs> I guess if we're being open-minded with our gaming, cool. Uh, sure, why not? There's also um, there, there's like a new class in it that's called Maid. That's just that's a class. Huh. I mean, I mean, they're, they're like a they're a cross between healers and ninjas. So I take it like, we're this is not a very serious game. Uh, I think the writing tries to take itself seriously at points and kind of falls flat on the only good thing they did was um chapter six where you have to like choose uh basically you start the game the same way either way and then in chapter six you choose which route you're going to go down for the playthrough and they managed to do a really good job of making you feel like a dick regardless of what what choice you make that's good but uh <laughs> after that it's all downhill from there <laughs> i mean you can't say awakening awakening the writing, writing and awakening was not that bad, actually. It's not terrible. The biggest issue with awakening is the like, they're constantly killing off characters and being like, "Ooh, we just killed off your favorite character," but then they show up five chapters later, and it's like, "I wasn't even <laughs> dead after all. I was just pretending <laughs> to be dead, and now I'm ready to join your party." It's like, oh, oh God. yeah, that's right. You have these. Uh, you can download these free missions and yeah. in those you can get. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, not even with the DLC. I didn't touch the DLC in Awakening. Just I can't think of a single major character in Awakening who actually dies. Like <laughs> there's maybe like five or ten different times where somebody dies in Awakening and then shows up later in a side chapter, and you can recruit them there. Fantastic writing. Yeah. Beautiful. Great story planning. It's, it's pretty <laughs> incredible. Wow. But Fates, so, uh, is, Fates is even worse. Oh, when, <laughs> Neil, when are Krogan Coney coming back from the grave? They weren't dead after all. Uh, uh, they have level to level 20. Yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I, oh. No. Uh, last thing for me, somebody did. I, I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt here. Technically, you're marrying your sisters because you're adopted. So you're not really brother and sister. Ah. But that's that's all they got going for them. <laughs> also, if you go down the birthright route, you can still marry your sister. So you are actually marrying your sister in that case. Uh. So, 
doesn't doesn't work out. Yeah. Lovely. What about you, Bastion? How, what have you been up well, to? I've thought I thought about what you could add in our shadow plane menu, roots, uh, to our leaf and grass soup. Uh, lovely roots, fr fresh, freshly digged out. Um, yeah, I played in the last few days a lot of Total War Warhammer with together with Chucky, and hmm. it's quite fun yeah. to play with another person. Um, he's pl he's playing vampire counts. I'm playing the Crooked Moon clan, which is green skins, but with hmm. a focus on goblins. I have to say, everyone hates me. I mean, <laughs> the there's I mean, the elves. The elves are, are next to me. Yeah, but. Elves, dwarves, empire, whatever. Everyone is attacking me. Nobody is paying attention to him. No, no, not the mighty vampire counts who are building their empire steadily and expanding in their territories. No, attack greenskins who have two territories and an army, but they can't take my settlements anyway because they're so fortified. They're still attacking and losing every time. <laughs> But I can't do anything because if I expand, they ruin that settlement. Well, why isn't your ally helping you out? Uh, he does. He did. Um, I mean, it was the until turn 50 or something, until I could do something, I resettled mm. somewhere else near him. And then I go... Now he's begging me for money because I'm sacking <laughs> settlements and getting 24k or something per settlement. Very and nice. He has a, his economy and is fighting against the chaos hordes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Cool. Hmm. I have not touched a Total War campaign since Shogun Two. So it's, it's been a while for me. Solid. I heard. Yeah, that, that's why I want to play it. Everyone was like, "Oh, it's it's actually like a challenging campaign as opposed mm -hmm. to like Medieval Two or something." Uh, I, I'm a big fan of the Total War series. I'm still. My heart is still stuck on Attila, although I get a little frustrated because I don't like all of the playable starting races or starting mm -hmm. kingdoms. Uh, um, I mean, I, I saw I, I saw that your Warhammer was not your thing, and I can understand that because it's different. It's not the classic historical Total War. It's more a mix between uh, Total War and Might and Magic. Yeah. Like that. And... I can't wait for the next medieval total war. I want a new medieval total war. <laughs> medieval three total war. I don't mm. care. I want medieval total. It, it was probably mm. besides Rome, medieval two was is still the in my mind one of the best or the best or most like total war just because it's medieval times. Here's the <laughs> issue with that though: if they make medieval three total war, they're gonna botch it like they did Rome two. I liked Rome 2. Rome 2 was solid. It just had a bad really? release. The, it had a really bad release. It was really oh. buggy when it first came out. But once all the bugs were patched, Rome 2 was actually really cool. It just yeah. You had to not play it for the first few years. Uh, uh, yeah. After a year, they released uh, the Emperor Edition or something. And at that point, almost everything was fi fixed uh, of the bugs. Yeah. I just get, I guess they just had to rush it because the, the publisher... Mm. Wanted yeah. to well, I am looking forward to Total War Dinosaurs, where it takes place in the Cambrian Cambridge period. No, the um, Cam where the hell when, t when were T Rexes around? Were they Triassic or Cambrian? 
Uh, I don't remember. Uh, anyway, I look forward to a Total War game where you have dinosaur nests and you build your nests and you recruit various dinosaurs and you go and attack other dinosaurs and you know you get your pterodactyls and your. Um, <laughs> like the first, like the third level of Spore, second level. Yeah, of Yeah, it's like it's like the nation level of Spore. You just have well, your weird penis-shaped dinosaurs going. Anyway, Neil, don't count on it because they are, they have plan they plan to make three total war games all with a different map. So at one point you have the so whole one world. dinosaur total war game, one space age total war game, and then Attila two. <laughs> <laughs> no, will be Warhammer for the next years. Mm. All right, but Neil, Neil hope hope hopefully uh, the rise of modern mod for Attila will come out somewhere someday. Mm. Well, all right, I mean, well, let's talk about Hardcore Heroes. What yes. happened last week? Uh, I know we're starting our campaign a little bit late today, so let's try and speed up our last... I know there a lot happened uh, last week, too, but let's try and yeah. do it quickly. Nothing So, happened. yeah, there, there was nothing of interest. Um, so we, we wound up in a strange place. We were in Shirebrook, but not really in Shirebrook. Uh, there were only a handful of people there with us, and the whole place was covered in fog. And uh, shortly after our arrival... Uh, we were trapped in the town square, surrounded by a bunch of strange fog monsters. Uh, Kine shot an arrow into one of the ones that was rushing toward the group, and it turned into like this big, actual, like corporeal creature with like plates for armor and horns, demon-like. Yeah. And Van Van soloed it, so it wasn't <laughs> too bad. But then uh, a few of these other fog monsters didn't morph into a corporeal creature, and instead jumped into this crowd and started merging into uh, people. Uh, people who were merged with fell, fell down, uh, kind of incapacitated for a short while, and then they were they were fine. About ten minutes later, uh, the group retreated to the church, and then eventually to the keep. And uh, kind of you can take over from there. Yeah, um, we kind of built our base at the keep, and then tried to uh, contact chiefs. Nothing worked. Uh, couldn't memorize new spells either. Uh, he did cast nap on himself. Um, we quarantined those uh, that were possessed or inhabited by these creatures, and we did go out to find food. At least uh, we looked in the keep, and there was no food there. The stores were empty. The armory was full. Luckily, um, we did go out. Um, first, did, we did go to the temple together with Mother Elise, uh, Jeeves, and some guards. Um, to try to contact their gods at a holy place. Um, then had the idea to burn or melt down the crowns as an offering to cheese. So we searched for coal in the Storybrook Inn, I think. Didn't find any, and we were attacked by two of those misty demon things. Um, and they entered Van and Kine, but Van had the genius, it was a genius idea, to say, I, do, I will not take this. It uh, unequip his breastplate and stabs himself multiple times <laughs> to yeah. succeed it. And then drag Kine into the temple and tried the same. <laughs> Kine saying, oh, I'm still feeling it. Stab me again. Yeah, I think Van stabbed himself twice and then I think mm. stabbed Kine five or six times. I've got a feeling it didn't work for you, man. Four times or something, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we can say it did not work at this point. Um, 
Neil gave a hint why that did not work. Um, anyway, we did, could not contact um, the guards. We did not find any coal. Uh, Mother Elise had to use her all her healing magic to heal us, and we decided let's go back to the keep and then and kind will take a group of um, volunteers to the valley in the shadow mountains and look for a clue a way out okay the hint you gave kind was man started to started feeling hungry a bit peckish Mm-hmm. Of course, we can't tell time by there because oh, and we did look uh, in one of the villages, uh, yes. kinds, uh, but only found it empty and gar- with two gargoyles, which we killed. Yeah. Might be worth noting that gargoyles, like they're statues, right? Do they have to eat? I feel like the things that live in this world might not be like animals uh, uh, per Neil, se. Neil, a question, another question. Um, I think don't think gargoyles have to eat their and animated statues. Okay. I think. What's your question? <laughs> The same church with the gargoyles exists in the real world in Kain's village? Yes. Interesting. Yes, the village was more or less exactly the same as you remember, except for all the plants were strange. The trees had different shapes and forms. It's Mm -hmm. it's like it's someone built the same world but the plants and planted the plants in the same places, but of course they grew different. Yeah. Something along that those lines. You guys are right now on the Shire Brook. I'm sorry, on the Crystal Run in two yeah. boats, three boats, a few boats. It's us with uh, twenty volunteers. Right. Yeah. Uh, that was what two nights and eighteen people, yeah, or the, the night stayed. Uh, yeah, the... I think we took no trained fighters with us. I think it was the okay. knights and the guards staying behind. Yeah. We had um, people with what was it? How many Eight spears and crossbows? And two crossbows. Okay, right. so just twenty zeroth level townsfolk yeah eight with spears two with crossbows i think i think i specified that van looked for the like the more calm ones the ones who didn't look like they were going to panic in a dangerous situation right uh, for the crossbows and those who would look like tough people for the spears yeah okay cool so you guys are setting out on the crystal run in your boats headed southward there is an eeriness to the woods as everything is still. There's maybe a slight breeze every now and then, but there's no birds chirping. There's no fish in the water. There's just the nonstop sound of the, the creek or the, the river lapping gently against your boat. You should get that sound just coming up too. Um, uh, what is your approach? You've got two bigger boats and one smaller boat. Uh, you can really only fit well, I guess in some areas you can fit two at a side, but it makes more sense to have them single file going up the river. Uh, mm-hmm. So what is your order? Which boat are you on? A small one or a big one? And are you in the front, middle, or back? I feel like oh, the middle yeah. might be a good idea because if something were to happen on either end, we'd be quicker to get that like mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. Like if we're all the way in the front and something happens in the back, that's a little bit more awkward for us to help. Mm. And we're probably in the bigger boat. Um... The smaller boat is probably behind, uh, at the front, I thought behind. No, behind, because the bigger boats are probably slower. So the smaller boat doesn't drift away from us. And yeah, for two bigger boats, we are in the middle one, the smaller boat behind us. Um, probably we have the crossbowmen on our boat. 
Okay, so you have the two crossbowmen on your medium-sized boat. Yeah. You've got the small boat. I guess the spear, the spear users kind of mixed across yeah. the different boats. Yeah. Um, the rest of the people probably have sticks or some or clubs. Was the small boat in the front or in the back? Back. Okay. And uh, could you describe uh, how the how the area is? Is it misty or something? Because it was in the village, kinda. Hold on one sec. I have twenty. There's twenty-two people. This one can fit. I think there's four people on the small boat. Um, and nine people on each of the others. Maybe that sounds like math if I ever heard it. I think yep. it's yeah. Okay. What was the question again, Kine? Uh, what is our surrounding like? Isn't uh, like in the village misty? No. So the mist was mostly on the coast. Um, mm. It seemed to be like normal fog. Your environment is clear air, but it's you're stuck in that twilight phase where the sun hasn't... It's yeah. not up and it's not down. I mean, the sun's not actually anywhere. It's not visible at all. Mm -hmm. But you've got that dim sort of twilight where your night vision and your day vision are kind of fighting against each other. And it makes noticing things difficult and kind of... Mm -hmm. your, your vision's very limited and it's just... It's a bitch to see anything. Hmm. Um, but you do have the lovely forest around you, except it's not that lovely. It's kind of creepy. It's just mm. still and quiet. And the only sound that you hear is the creaking of the the boats, mm. the, the splashing of the oars, and the, the flow of the stream. Mm. Um, I would probably uh, talk with him and kind of goes to him and sits with with him and quietly talks with him, so nobody else hears it. <sighs> so, we are on our way. What exactly are we going to achieve here? Finding a way back. I mean, it's a long shot, but what else do we have to do here? Uh, I don't... To be fair, we can look for the cave or whatever it is here, but I don't think we will be able to enter it. I mean... We saw the pile of bones, and without your magic, we are helpless against such beasts. This was on the prime material plane, bear that in mind. Sure, but uh, who who is to say that whatever creature it is can't uh, shift to this plane on its own will? It's possible, but I'm going to be honest, I think we need to take a long shot like this if we're hoping to get back. Because <sighs> what what else do we have that we can do here? You know, I've given it this thought. Maybe after looking around a bit, we could... It will take some convincing, but we could try to head to Stromheim. I mean, you, you yourself tried to trade a beacon or whatever, something to get your god's attention, and I mean... And it didn't work. Yes, but the temple in Stromheim is or was um, a grand holy place, and maybe it's even in this plant has some connection. Kind, was your house standing here in this world? The one that you just had built in Shirebrook? Was it? Um, I don't think you guys went down that path. I think that uh, is something that you should probably check out when you get back to Shirebrook. I mean, the door, I don't, I don't know, we did not look. It was uh, rather on the outskirts of town. It was on Riverside or something, I think. Here, here's the issue. 
Neil, were there any like new buildings in Shadowbrook that Van knew about that like he noticed were either there or not there in this in this plane? Mm, no, you don't really get that many new constructions going okay. on. Here's the issue. If if this place is attempting to mirror our world and it's had time to destroy the temple that's in Stromheim, then we have nowhere to go once we get there. It's just uh, the going to be an empty city. Even at, at, at destroyed temples, maybe may still have some radiance to it. Only because a, te a temple can always be rebuilt. My, my um, issue with this is that we're going further away from Stromheim the more that we sail down this river. And I, I, it's, such, it's so out of the way. It would take us so long to get there that we're using up a good chunk of valuable time that we don't have in excess here. We've already committed so much to going south that I, I can't see any sense we, in turning around can, and going so far north. We can look around. If uh, the only thing is, if we find the cave, I'm not for uh, for entering it. I know you are anxious to find a way out, but dying over a slim chance that we might have and to say there might not even be a way back if this creature living in that cave can shift from one plane to the other at its own can will. I get a perception check from both of you right now, please? Thank you. Sure. In the middle of the conversation. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, once it's rolled, you guys can go back to, to what you're saying. <laughs> oh, no. I failed. 28. Okay. C continue but, the um... conversation. <laughs> and so if you do, if you are uh, worried about entering that cave, I can go in alone. Um... God damn it, man. I yeah. understand your concerns, but I don't know what other choices we have here. Anyway, maybe you should try to spend a full day trying to contact Cheese. You only had a few hours before. We could establish a camp, and then you try to do your thing. I can, yeah, I, I imagine Vance probably doing that on, on the regular, like making prayers, trying to uh, make contact. Silence. Like whenever he has... Yeah, whenever yeah. he has that spare time. Mm. Anyway, uh, are you feeling hungry? A little bit. Uh, I mean, I've, I'm, I'm used to this kind of life, but... Uh, Neil, I should feel hungry by now normally, right? I don't know. It Has it been four hours or has it been a day? How long has it been? I mean, we can. We uh, did travel to the villages before, and we can. Yeah, I think you, I can been, you must have been traveling for at least a day by now. Do I, I feel tired at all? Yeah. Okay. I don't know when the last time you slept was, but you are probably fairly tired by everything here, rolling up the river and all that jazz. Was the so distribution I... of spearmen uh, three in the front, three on the big ship? Three on each of the big ships and two on the small ship, or how did you distribute your spearmen? Sure, two, three, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That, that, that sounds works. fine. Okay, cool, I just want to make sure I understand who's in what boats. Yeah, because I think the small boat has a fairly limited space. Yeah, it's only got four, room for four people, so... Okay, yeah, so two spearmen. Did you roll for each of those people's perception, Neil? <laughs> no, I didn't, but that's okay, it doesn't matter. Um, so you guys are chatting as you're mm -hmm. rowing up the river... Uh, when, Van, you see this section of water kind of splash up on the side of your boat, slightly behind you. Uh, Kine is... Wait a minute. I take it back. Nine. Kine, I should. Yeah, Van, you're looking out over the bow. 
yeah. watching where you're going up River Kind, you're taking a glance back at you, uh, at the boat behind you when you see this section of water kind of just splash up the side of the boat and then land over on top of one of the people in the back of your boat. A uh, Who did it hit? It hit one of the unarmed people in your boat. You only have two unarmed people in your boat, but it hits one <clears> of them. <throat> and kind of washes uh, over the, the top of them and then drags them back into the water. I shout, Man! I shout to the other people on the boat. Mm. They're a bigger, small boat. How do the people react? Probably horrified. Uh, yes. The small boat is behind you. Everyone in that boat sees it and starts shouting and yelling. And you can all look over the side to see that this person is face down on the water, kind of falling or being dragged down into the water right, or something. Van's gonna gonna reach out and try and grab this person and pull him back. Okay. It's in a small boat. I'm gonna so... ask you guys. No, it's in on your boat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I would like you guys to make me an initiative roll. Can I see whatever is trying to drag him down? Make me an initiative roll. We'll okay, actually, yeah, that that kind of changes what my my speed bonus would be. If I see like a clear creature with its like how, if if I would have to attack him to be able to attack it, Vance just gonna try and pull him back. Yeah, but you if don't there's like a see clear a creature, creature. I could target. Okay. No. So what would I add as my bonus if I'm just trying to grab him and pull Three. him back? Three. I will. Let's see. Nine. Okay, Bastion, you go first. I pull the battle axe and ready an action and uh, shot through the spearman and crossbowman. Ready up! It seems uh, there are creatures in the water. We should make for land. Alright. Shot the two boats to make for the, la for the, for the land. Shore. Uh, shore. Okay. Uh, Van, your turn. I'm reaching out to grab this guy. Like, I'm uh, going to grab, an, like, a limb that's available for me to just, like, pull on and try sure. and pull back. There are a lot of people in your boat, so you're not going to tip it over by lunging yeah. to the side and dipping a hand in the water. Yeah, I figure uh, we're on a decent-sized boat. There's a bunch of people. That should yeah, there's enough people to wait. It's not going to make that much difference. Uh, why don't you make me a roll to hit to see if you can grab the guy before he disappears under... 13. Ooh, that's enough. You grab his ankle and begin to pull him back up. His legs start to come out of the water, and then you feel a lot of resistance. Can you make me an opposed strength check? 30. Ooh. Oh, yes. You succeed in pulling this guy. He starts to get one leg out of the water. The other leg comes out. They start coming up on shore. You get a grape on his belt and start hoisting him in. When you see coming up with him is this clear, watery substance, except it's held together. It's almost like a gelatin instead that's wrapped over this person, like a... Um, a cross it's between not. a jellyfish and a manta ray or something. Some oh, kind of large, not. flat, gooey thing attached to his back. Kine, uh, shot this thing off. Pull <laughs> him onto the deck. Kine, make me um, roll to hit. Yeah, I, I ready to attack, so... Yes, you did. Can I can I hit this thing without hitting the guy? I mean, very unlikely. Couldn't he just, like, swing, like, a baseball bat with that? Uh, I mean, the guy's on the ground. Yeah, if you want to try some sort of sideways attack. I'll give you a, a penalty of two to hit. 
Okay. Um, if you succeed, hold on. Let's discuss this carefully. Mm. If you succeed, you hit the creature. If you roll above a ten but below what is needed to hit the creature, you'll make a second attack at the guy, having like aimed a little bit too low or something, and hit Can him I instead. Not just scrape it off. Yes, if you want to not do a physical attack, but just use your axe as a, a prying tool, that's separate. Yeah. Okay. I'll try to pry the creature. Okay, you try to pry the creature off. And um, this is a magical axe, so... It is. Why don't you give me... Why don't you give me an opposed strength check? See if you can pry the creature off. I think that's the best. Ooh, it doesn't work. You start prying it, and you get part of it off, and it just kind of flows over to the other side of him, and your axe just goes scraping wildly by. Damn it. Um, the what is revealed from him, or as the, the the gelatin kind of rolls off to the side of him, uh, you can see that his body is badly burned underneath. All the areas that the gelatin has touched are uh, kind of dissolving away. Let's roll initiative. Oh, uh, by the way, all oh, eight speedmen also have armor, I think. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Leather armor or something. Um, yes, this boat is not very big and it's pretty unstable, mm -hmm. so that really only the two of you can interact with this guy right now. If anyone else well, comes I, over, it's going to start, you might start well, uh, rocking the, the boat. To, right. I told the others to make for sure anyway. Yes. So. Yeah. By the way, Kind, you should have a minus two to your uh, your no, initiative no, rolls no, for the no, axe. No, 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 that doesn't exist. Or minus one. It's or the, the magicalness of the axe. Yeah, there's Magic a minus weapons one. give you a yeah, bonus have, of one to initiative for each. I have, I have. Okay. Normal speed of a battle axe is seven. Yes. Uh, eight, nine. Okay, eight goes first. Um, does this guy look alive? No. He's dead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Time to strike the creature. Alright. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, thirteen is a hit. Your axe sinks into the ooze. Do you do any damage? Ooh. <laughs> it doesn't even go far enough through the ooze to hit the person's body. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a glancing blow at worst. The best. Then uh, he'll sing. Alright. Okay, I'll get a second attack this round. Sure. 16 is a hit. Plus three. Oh my god. <laughs> Four points of damage. And the jellyfish-like creature uh, just begins to slip over the side of the boat and drops off into the water. Um, part of it is still attached to the person, and it tries to drag him back into the water with him. I feel like you guys are kind of standing over the body and should be able to stop it. So why don't you both make me a strength check against the creature's sure. reduced strength check. Can't I make an attack of opportunity against the creature? No, it's it's an oozy thingy. It doesn't quite really follow the attacks of opportunity rules. Well, I can just hit uh, the ooze that's holding onto the guy, right? You, no attack of opportunity. Okay. Oozes don't follow the, the rules for that. 24. Yeah. 24 and 32. Yeah, between the two of you, you hold on to the body. Um, and the jellyfishy, oozy thingy slips into the water, which it just kind of becomes invisible in. 
and vanishes. Uh, you guys look up from the boat to see that the person in front of you has pulled to the left side of the shore. Your boat is going to the left side of the river. Your boat's going to the right side of the river. And the boat behind you is going to the left. Everyone kind of just like herds no order to go for shore and kind of went. And two boats went one side and one boat went the other side. So we're going right? Yeah, you guys are going right. Van says, take us left. Take us left. Okay. Yeah, the boats get recorrected and everyone ends up on the same side eventually. No big deal. Where are we? Uh, on the river? Yeah. It's a good question, man. Where are you? Um, I think we do we just pass? Did we take like a really sharp left turn at some point? Or was it more like a really sharp right turn after a really sharp left turn? <laughs> or was it a really sharp left turn after a really sharp left turn, <laughs> then a really sharp right turn? You're not sure where you are. You've been on the boat for at least an hour. Okay, so we haven't been on it for a super long time. No, it's it's hard to tell where things, how far you are without the passage of time. And you guys haven't spent a lot of time on the Crystal Run. I think only two trips. Hmm. Hmm. Well, uh, we pull this night. Um, yeah, Van, Van gets the guy off the boat and tries to check on him, make sure that he actually is dead. Oh, he's super dead. His okay. back is burned badly. His clothes are uh, have been completely dissolved away on it. Um, no signs of life. Mm-hmm. Everyone gathers around to inspect the body. You can hear the, mm-hmm. the mumblings and the whispers of fear moving through your people. Van kind of stands up and tries to, you know, appear fairly unfazed and says, mm-hmm. "We should continue from here on foot. It's likely more safe than traveling on the water. At least we have a better chance of seeing what comes for us on land." Mm-hmm. We should we should burn the body. Can't leave it li- lying here. Why not? Would probably attract uh, all kinds of creatures. We should I mean, take. Uh, we should also take his clothes. We can't waste any material out here. Without uh, getting anything new. To respect the dead, but he won't need it anymore. I have so no qualms with burning him. In in a back in our world, I would I would suggest that perhaps leaving him for uh, for nature might be might be a kindness. But there's, there's no nature, no to leave him nature for here. that yeah, there's no nature that can gain from him here. At least I hope so. Does anyone know him? Any objections to burning the body? Silence. A few people shake their heads slowly. <laughs> All right. So I guess we we get ready. Uh, Van has his flint and tinder. We probably collect a little bit of like wood that's just kind of lying around. It's um, annoying to make a fire because if the fire provides no light, so it's all fairly hard to tell when it gets going. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of feel the heat of it and see the slight it. waves. Um, but when the flames are just getting started, it's, it's difficult to spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually you guys can get a fire going. There's no real right. problem to that. You've got unlimited time. It's nice and dry here. Mm-hmm. And you set the body on fire after Kine strips it. Um, I said, uh, I don't think yeah, Van he, goes he to take, strip the body, but he doesn't stop Kine if he does. No, uh, I would take the, his basic clothes off. So, and fold them together and... Uh, 
if someone uh, maybe have a bag. Let someone have a bag. You have a it. bag. Nobody else. No, these are just regular townsfolk. They grab spears and armor that you assign to them. Um. Why don't you add yeah. one half set of clothes to your inventory? Uh, I look around. So we are going uh, to foot, uh, or with the boats. Might as well go on foot. You can just keep in sight of the river. Uh, it's a little is... bit more taxing than going by river, but honestly, at least we won't be attacked by any of those strange jellyfish. Okay. Mm. Um. At that point, he probably reconsiders and wants to close together with the guy. If you have to carry them, it's not worth it? I, I mean, if I carry them, I probably am cumbered. <laughs> <laughs> he picks up a banana peel and goes over his weight allotment. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's beautiful. some Elder Scrolls logic right there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you continue heading up the river, this time on the shore, picking your way along. Yeah. Um, I think we probably keep maybe 20, 30 feet away from the river, but we keep it well within sight. Sure. Um, Hours pass. It's hard yeah. to tell exactly how much time without any movement in the sky, without a, a sun or without shadows mm. to elongate to tell you how yeah. much time has I think, passed. I think Van tries to pass the time because it's it's pretty rough. So he tries to pass the time by making small talk with people. Anything in particular? Um, I think there's some talk about what he's going to do when he gets back to our world. Like, ah, the go, old, go. when I get back, I'm going to yeah. open a taxi cab company, yeah. make my fortunes <laughs> that way. I'm going to go straight to the keep and speak to Baron Malachi. <laughs> um... While we are walking, I can't, you said there are bushes. Also bushes that normally would have fruits, but they don't in this world mm -hmm. for some. Um, Kine will uproot some uh, of which he knows the roots are not poisonous and can be eaten. Sure, why don't you if make me a survival uh, check? Oh, we sure. should also mention that uh, right before yeah, the show I, started, Kine, uh, not Kine, you know, Bastion rearranged some of his Kine's non-weapon proficiencies to make more sense out of them. You scrapped yes. leatherworking and dagger and gained um, uh, survival. survival. Since I used survival early on. Yeah, and it makes more sense for the character. Yeah, you you were like kind, no, Bastion, and for a second I forgot which one was the character name. <laughs> I got really confused when you did that. 25. Okay. Sure enough, you find a plant that you are fairly certain has edible roots. You can rip it out. Uh, and you're presented with these kind of big, yammy-looking things. Yeah. And um, on our journey, I will do that multiple times. Have some people dig them out and carry mm -hmm. them. Because I can't carry them because <laughs> I suddenly would go slower. Yeah. So I guess we, we tried boiling some roots and some leaves. Yeah. Maybe, At maybe some a little point bit of grass, probably, too. Uh, well, unless yeah. you have a pot in which to boil them, you can't we boil have. them. I think Kine did mention taking a pot, I believe. We aren't, we, I mentioned taking a big pot with us. Ah. Is it on your character yes, sheet? So. Has it encumbered no, you? I had, I had people carry it. Okay. So there's just someone carrying a pot over their shoulder. Probably yeah. two people, uh, yeah, one person carrying. Okay. Probably one of the unarmed people, right? He's like, he's carrying it in lieu of a spear. Sure. I'm just gonna mark it as... Van explains how to use it as a bludgeoning weapon in case of danger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Um, Jeeves is with us, right? <laughs> of course, Jeeves is with Does us. Is Jeeves with you? Yeah, we took Jeeves. Okay. He's carrying chest. <laughs> it's his job now. He can't drive a carriage, so he has to carry Chester. What else is in the chest besides treasure? Uh, <laughs> you think we put something else in there? Uh, Van has a little bit of his personal stuff. He's got a few days of rations. I think you put your rations in there too. Are there any potions in there? Um, I don't remember if Malachi put them in the chest or not. You'll have to ask him. If he put potions in the chest? So we have potions that he looted, but I don't know where he left them. So he might have put them in Chester, or he I might have he them on his person. I think at some time that he put them in chests, I think. But, uh, I, I think we can, just, we can have that be in limbo for now. Yeah. And yeah. Just kind of wait until we hear back from him. <laughs> Suddenly, when you need it most. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if, if, it's, if it's getting to the point where I think without without one of those potions, we're going. If we need that vampire, or that vampire control potion to live. <laughs> Then I'll say, okay, Neil, let's pause this game really fast. Right, right. I've <laughs> I've sent a message off to him asking where he has left them. All right. Um, and we'll yeah. hopefully get that message back. We have, like, something with plants, a vampire control potion, and whatever the other... Oh, the uh, oil of timelessness that we looted. Mm -hmm. I have that. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, you guys, continue through the woods, kind of traveling alongside of the river. At some point, people would probably get tired uh, after some hours. We probably have to make camp. And we yeah, people the... do get tired, um, mm -hmm. and people start complaining of hunger after yeah, so some we're, time. We're gonna boil some roots and have roots too. Roots, leaves, and yeah, roots say, and good job on finding these roots. Kind, we're really moving up in this world. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big step up from uh, last time when it was leaves and grass. <laughs> well, I hope. They will have some somehow. Um, yeah, we shouldn't make some camp. Uh, we don't have. Uh, uh, okay. Um, and we'll start uh, prepping uh, guards for not in the night, but people have to rest. So we should have shifts of guards. And he, okay. and he also makes sure that there is always a fire going. So if need be, someone without a weapon can grab a torch or something. And use it as a weapon. Sure. You guys settle down, make camp, let everyone rest for a while. You make this soupy, stewy thing with roots and leaves and grasses, uh, but it tastes really bitter. It's very yeah. unpleasant. More unpleasant than you would it would normally taste. Kind. Normally, these roots, when boiled, have a, a mild flavor. This is strongly bitter and kind of um, like charcoal. Uh. Kind probably gives this portion of food to someone else. Tries to hide it from from Van. Tries to After hide the food from Van. No, that no, he's not hungry. He's, yeah, he's pounding it off. Uh, uh, Van Van just kind of looks at it and goes, "Just try to imagine it's something from the half pint," and digs in. <laughs> okay. Uh, why don't we take a break here? And when we come back from break, we will see everyone die of root poisoning. <laughs> See you guys on the other side. Bye-bye. <laughs> See. Okay, so the during the first watch, which I take it one of you is... How, when do you... If you got, What are your rotations of guards? Actually, let's figure this out. Let me re-roll all these things. Um, what are your rotation? You said you have five people on watch at any given time. But how does that work? Are you doing two watches of five people each? Or what... Describe to um, me how you set up your camp. 
they're probably three watches, right? Yeah, three watches. And I mean, we can't really track time, but let's say three watches, always five people. Um, probably always two with spears. In the second, in the first and last watch, maybe always also one with the crossbow. And what about the two of you and Jeeves? Uh, I would be in the first watch uh, after that arrest. Van has to decide when he wants to. I'll be in the second watch. Van stays up during the first watch and prays. <laughs> and Jeeves in the third watch. Okay. <laughs> but he, so Van he is does awake his and guard. praying during the first yeah. watch? Okay. And then he's going to be guarding second, during the second watch. Second watch. Okay. I'm, I'm in. No, oh, you're awake and... Um, okay. He's awake and praying on the first and then guarding on the second. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So the first watch is going on. Uh, some people have fallen asleep. They've tried to cover things with their head uh, with bits of clothing, but it doesn't really seem to be working since there's not a source of light. It's just mm. everywhere, right? There's no shadows because the light comes from every direction. It's like you're in a, mm. a permanent globe of dim light somehow, or what continual dim one, light. Is this more, this seems more like the anti-plane of shadows, to be honest. Uh, what if one closed their eyes? Then it's, it's uh, like closing your eyes. Oh. But it's not lit. So. Well, it's like closing your eyes when it's twilight. You know, it, yeah. it's dark, but at the same time, it's not dark. Like you, you, still, can you see, still got that, like, yeah, there's, there's a little a bit of reddish daylight up against... Thing. Yeah. yeah. But when you close your eyes, also your eyes don't... They're not looking straight forward. When you close them, your eyes go up and the lids come down. So you're mm. kind of looking upward a little bit. Or okay. downward? Where do you look when your eyes are closed? Probably down. Up. It's easier to look up than down. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't out. matter. Kind, <laughs> um, can I get a perception check from you? And Van, can I get a perception check at minus five from you? Yeah. Since you're meditating. Uh, plus ten. That's a fail. Van's really good at prayer. Kind, you hear this... Noise. It sounds like bats. I wake. Uh, I men- mentioned that through the other gods and uh, land, they, and I usher people to wake up and wake up, Ricky. And you wake everybody up. Uh, everyone starts quickly gets to their feet, surprised by this and a little bit terrified. And the the sound of bats is kind of echoing in the forest around you. And I draw my bow. And look around, and I try to get everyone into formation. This what what men. formation? Probably this the spear people. I mean, we could. We have the river beside us, so we probably kind of a circle we could do. So the spearmen are the spearmen uh, and Van are on the outer side. I'm with the crossbowmen behind them. The rest of the people with whatever torches or something in their hands. In the middle. Okay. So everyone gets not, up and not, sort not of... Cl- not, not really close circles, so people can, still can move. So right. Can move. So everyone gets up and kind of gathers together, looking around, out for whatever this noise is. It, it slowly gets louder and louder until between the branches and trunks of the trees before you, you can see these bizarrely shaped creatures. They're black 
and kind of oval, like a, a football shaped almost, mm. with large leathery bat wings on either side. Uh, and in where there should ought to be a face, there is only uh, an open maw with sharp, pointy teeth. No eyes, oh, very little to a body anywhere. Um, Kind cries out, It's Zubats, get your Pokeballs! The people panic for a moment, and we're going to roll initiative. Okay. Uh, We're just going to do group initiative, because there's too many of all the things. So one of you guys roll for yourselves, the other one of you roll for all the NPCs, and I'll roll for the enemies. I'll I'll roll for the group. You can do yourself, Kind. Okay. There you go. Mm, 14. Uh, so, no, Kine, you're going to just do a D10 for you and Van and Jeeves. Oh, okay. So, you guys go at uh, six. Okay. The, par- the NPCs go at four. And the other things go at ten. So, the NPCs go first. They see these things coming. The people with crossbows level them and take shots. Uh, one of them striking? Hold on. Yes, one of them striking. Someone roll me a crossbow damage, please. Sean, could you crossbow bolt damage? Uh, it's like what? What crossbows? It's like D four if it's a uh, light. Four D six. We're well. We switched to two point nil, so we're going to be using the combat and tactics uh, damage for crossbows, which is way better. I think yeah. it's D six plus one. That's still not great. <laughs> mm, yeah, it could be. That's, they, are, they are not big, right? No, they're creatures. small creatures. D6 plus yeah. 1 is your damage. Okay, you want me to roll it? Yes. Come on, big money. It's pretty average. Alright, it strikes one of these bat-like creatures, uh, which does not fall from the sky. The other crossbow goes wide. It's the party's turn. The two of you go. Alright, Van's going to move up to the front of the people with uh, spears, and he's going to shout for them to get in line with him, mm-hmm. and like defend defend the crossbow users and the people who don't have weapons. Okay. The and, um, and I'm going to ready in action for when one is like within reach for me to attack. Okay. Kind? I will, I will motion to the people with torches or sticks also to ready themselves and shoot an arrow at one Give of the Give me a roll to hit. 20. Hit! It's the 8. Eight damage. You drop one of these bat-like creatures from the sky. It falls to the ground adjacent to a tree. Somewhere. Kind of not rolling bad today. Hopefully. Keeping it up. You should have you shouldn't have said that. You really shouldn't have said that. Really shouldn't have said that. Okay, you have eight spearmen with you, so. Yeah. Uh, Van, you rolled for the NPCs. Why don't you make me uh, a roll of 20... I'm sorry, 8d20. These guys are all non-proficient, so they'll oh, be... Oh, wait, are we in range to attack in melee? Uh, the bats are flying in your direction. So, yeah, okay, these guys can are I make my attack too, then, really yes, fast? Yes, you can. Okay, I thought they were higher up in the sky, and I'd be... That's why I was no, 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 they're, they're flying at you. Okay, yeah, so Van's going to make an attack roll. 24. That's Is a that a crit? critical. It's a double critical hit. Roll right, triple so damage. Do you triple the uh, the plus three part, so it'd be plus no, nine? Okay. that's static. Uh, how many do we see in you? Like a swarm. A... Sure. Uh, 11 damage. You wow, that was terrible. You drop one from the sky. Um, and now please roll me 8d20, but they're all going to be at minus two. Um, okay. There's no way to roll them at minus two, so we'll just yeah. roll 8d20 and count it manually. 17, 4, 10, two negative hits. one. 
two hits, one crit. Uh, can you roll me two d6 and then a, just a d6? Ooh, the two d6 does not kill, but the d6 does. <laughs> critical doesn't kill. Nope, critical does not kill. Ah, oh, man. Um, I mean, it was, uh, it was not a lot of damage, only four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The swarm of... I'm not sure what you want to call these things. They're definitely not bats. They're not even bat-shaped. They just have, like, large wings, and they're fuzzy and black, and that's all that they share in common mm -hmm. with bats. Um, uh, by the way, the peasants, ready attacks? Yeah, he just rolled them. Uh, no, the peasants with torches and sticks. Uh, yes, they're going to be behind the, the first wave of spearmen, so multiple... Okay. Uh, the something or others, you guys get to name them since they don't have a name. At least it's not uh, a name that you guys know. Wombats. I don't want to but... Wombats. Wombats? Yeah. What's that even from? I don't even remember. That's no, a, a real not? creature? Oh, yeah, they're wombats. Yeah. <laughs> so wombat. Why not dog bats? It's a bat bat. Okay. These guys swarm into uh, into your row of swordsmen, spearmen, sort of guys. Okay. Uh, kind of just as like a, a flock of bats running into them, but with big teeth out. That's one hit, two, one critical. Uh, oh god, that's not. This is bad. It's okay. four hits and a critical in the first wave. Uh, what about Van? He's standing in front of the spearman? I'm... I told him to get in line with me, so yeah. I think he's probably, like, in the center, but not necessarily in front of them. Okay. So, one of your spearmen goes down right away. Okay. Um, then I need... Kind, why don't you roll me 4d8 for HP, and we'll just see if any of these are kills. Four just roll four eights. Yep. Five, well, two, one's eight, dead. one. Uh, yep, the last one died. The others Probably are... Probably the second one died. Uh, second yes, the second's a two. Yes, good catch. Okay, so you've got one guy with four HP and one guy with two HP. Oof. All right. Um, the, not all the bats attack, right? They kind of come in one big swarm, and as mm -hmm. one bat like starts chomping on someone's face, the other ones just fly past. They don't seem to be working together in any sort of cohesion. They just seem to be flying, and if something's in front of them, they're eating it. Um, the first wave gets past... Parts of the wave get past the, the first line of defenders and into the people who just have sticks and torches. Kine, would you roll me uh, 3d20 for torches, and then uh, okay. like 4d20 for sticks? I mean, that's 10 people. Yeah, so, not everyone found a weapon in time or is in a position okay. to make an attack. Okay, the torches. 10, 16, 11. That's uh, one hit. And roll me the other, the, just the sticks, the clubs. Okay. Four was a threat. Yeah. Ooh, 14 and two hits, uh, including a crit. So why don't, why don't you make me a roll of d4 plus one for the torch damage? d4 plus one. Five. That's a kill. Nice. And for the clubs, give me a d6 and a 2d6. d6. Five damage. That does not drop one. Okay. 
And seven damage. That does drop one. Meets back on the menu, boys. And the bats that do impact the second wave get two crits and no other hits. Um, someone roll me 2d8. Does the pot carrier die? Maybe. Uh, someone roll me 2d8. I mean, the pot carrier probably has his pot to attack. Does he get to attack? Yeah, two sixes. Uh, they both no. die. The pot carrier, the, the one who carried the pot, the pot is probably on the fireplace. So. Oh, yeah, so Van probably wouldn't recognize him. <laughs> the pot carrier just instantly grabs the pot and smashes the bats. Okay. That is the first round of combat. Kind, you get a second attack. The bats, the ones that have killed someone or wounded someone, are currently just sitting there on top of the body if it's fallen to the ground or mm -hmm. kind of flapping against the body if the person's still standing, munching on their face. The rest of them uh, have just moved on as if you guys weren't even here. If, just... I, sh if I shoot at so uh, one munching at someone alive, it's shooting into melee, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, no, not risking it. 25. You shoot one of the bats in the back as it flies away. That's a double crit. That's triple damage, which I'm sure kills the poor innocent damage, creature. Yeah. The bat that didn't creature, yeah. that bat didn't attack anyone. That bat was totally chill. Just flew was it, right was past it, you guys. Was, yeah, fuck was, that it, was it a smaller bat, a cute one? Was it, was it the kid bat flying with his parents for the first time? <laughs> Look at me, I'm flying in the sky! That's the ranger, the protect, the friend of nature, <laughs> protector yeah. of the people from nature. Alright, <laughs> roll me initiative. There are still uh, three, I think there are five bats chomping on people. Okay, here's uh, the NPCs. Oh, they go first. Ooh, kind roll for you guys. <laughs> um, NPCs, yeah. And the remaining bats go at five. So NPCs go first. Um, there are six spearmen remaining. Is that right? No, I think I did that math. There's five um, spearmen can, remaining. Can two we, died. Can we shout to the those without weapons to grab spears? Only two spearmen died. Only two spearmen died? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I just can't count. Um, there are six spearmen remaining. Uh, what was yeah, the question? Could we, could we shout to the people who don't have any weapons to grab spears? It will, would be sure. There's only two spears people. that have dropped, but they're next to okay. one of them. They're both next to people who are currently being eaten by bats. So don't expect the the unarmed peasantry to go standing next to these man-eating bats quite yet their first time in combat, and okay. they are terrified. Mm -hmm. um, but it's the NPC's turn, so the six remaining can all make attacks, but they are all going to be stabbing at people who are also being um, eaten, so I they got to fire into one, melee here. Maybe uh, maybe two attack, maybe two attack, and the rest readies. Ooh. Gets another way. No, they all stab wildly. Yeah. These are <laughs> untrained people. Like... Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> Van, why don't you roll me 3d20 for attacks that successfully targeted bats, and Kine, why don't you roll me 1d20 for an attack that tried to hit a bat but is attacking a person instead. I think all of those should hit. They all do hit, and the 19 is okay. a crit. Alright, so D I'll do d6, d6, and then 2d6? Yes, please. 1d6. Yeah, it should be that. There 
yeah. Yeah, those kill three, and Kine, make me an attack roll against an accidental Please target of a person. Low. Please roll low. Uh, with that's the, that's minus, uh, minus two then for uh, non-proficiency, and then plus four for the guy being prone is a they hit. They have armor. They have armor. Wait, I think it's more than minus oh, no, two for right. non-proficiency. They have leather, leather armor. They have leather armor. It's an 11 total. It's not a hit. It's 12 total. Right, right. No, 11, 11 for the attack. Oh. Yeah, tw okay. leather armor is 12, yeah, so okay. that's a miss. Um, yeah. Excellent. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. About to, set in, about to set fire to the house. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we beat the GM. <laughs> you don't beat the GM. We're on the same side. It's cooperative yeah, 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 storytelling. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Killing off our people. You've been killing <laughs> off my people way more than I've been killing off your people. That, that bad deserved it, Neil. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Honestly, like all the people who died, though, can we really say that we missed them? Like, fuck Carrick. What a dick. <laughs> like Aldrich, yeah, nobody are, liked him. We are playing Total War right now, and we have all the peasant uh, units. Okay. Yeah. The bats that are on people continue to chomp away on them. Nom nom nom. Uh, <laughs> one of them chomping on a dead person. One of them chomping on a living person. That living person is chomped to death, and then it is Van and Kine's turn. I God damn it! I can't right. stop imagining them as zubats so or gobats. <laughs> I see one. Whoever just like got chomped to death. I think Van sees them get like critically bitten, and he's gonna make like that that desperate attempt to save them by attacking that bat and getting it off of them quickly. So like they're dead, but Van's gonna Van's gonna try and kill that bat. Okay, firing to melee rules. It's, got a... I mean, it's a dead person, right? No, the oh yeah, there's so there's two bats left, one on a dead person, one on a live person. If you're targeting yeah, so the dead one, go for I, it. Yeah, I'm targeting the one because like Van sees somebody get critically mm -hmm. bitten, and he's gonna. It's like the the desperate rush to try and save him. Right. Nineteen. Hit. I get two attacks this round, by the way. Okay. Well, roll yeah. the damage for the first one. Yep. Five. Bringing the creature down. Excellent. Okay. I'm doing really uh, poorly on damage today. I'm not sure why. And, and I will shoot. I will shoot twice. With uh, my bow. At the bats that are flying away or the ones that are yeah. eating the people? The ones that, fl that are flying. Yeah. You can get one shot off before the bats will be out of range. Uh, or, I have um, a range of 170 yards max. Yes, but the, you're in a forest, and once they get more than okay. you know, 200 yeah. feet away, there's too much cover to hit them. I mean, they already had that turn, so I'm... Yeah, you get your hit. Okay. And roll me some damage. Five. That does not kill one. Brings it uh, to one. Uh, so and by the time your second attack rolls around, they are gone. Uh, is there still one chomping on a dead person or something? There's one chomping on a living person who's screaming out in pain as this bat is eating him. Uh, can I kick it away? Uh, you, you made a bow Move attack. Up. You can't make a, a kick attack. Uh, that bat's turn. No, they already went. Uh, initiative for the last round. It's just the this one bat and this one poor person who's getting chomped. Four for the group. Four for the group. Or for the, eight, the NPC. Eight for the bats. Oh. Ten for the party. Your two spearmen go and try and stab this person. They each have a 30% chance of targeting the creature. One targets the creature. One targets the person. Alright, so D20 for the creature. Of course. D20 for the person. Of course. Uh, that's a critical <laughs> on the person. Yeah. Please roll me 2d6. <laughs> you should have Runs the guy through the throat. The, the bat continues chomping away. 
the party. Well, now we don't have to worry about saving them. Goes I mean, at party... ten, so the bat just goes and chomps the person during its turn. And I mean, uh, we can just yeah, you guys can finish them off. Right. Okay, how how many did we kill? Uh, well, you guys still have to make it and roll the hit. You could you could miss. It's possible. Twelve. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah, you hit him. It's fine. Okay. Well, hold on. He's got six HP. Hold on, hold on. You you could roll. I have to roll less than a three, which I did do. Aha. Kine. Hmm. It's up to you. I drop my bow, get out my accent. My my damage rolls today are not Finish so good. Finish the job. Yes, that's a hit. Can I? Oh. oh. Yeah, the bat has AC 10 when it's chomping on people. It's not moving uh, at all. Yeah, it was that one. Okay. Bats are gone. Things not moving at all should have much lower than AC 10. Because uh, if you have low dexterity, you get like AC penalty of up to minus three. Yes, but at the same time, if a person is surprised by an attack, they only have a penalty of one to be hit. Technically, okay. and you don't get dex bonuses. So technically, if you've got really bad dex, it's better to not see an attack coming. <laughs> Somehow, low dex actually makes you move into attacks. It's, it's it's really bad judgment. It's yeah, it's a really flawed system. <laughs> um, but that is what we're working with. So excellent. The the chomping bats are all gone. We cannot call them zoo bats. I I, I will give them a name beforehand before we call them that. Wombat. Sure. That oh, right. I, I can live with that. Okay. Okay. Uh, how many did we? We lost four spearmen. Um, by my notes, you lost two spearmen and five oh, normal people. By the way, the crossbowmen did not fire last round. Nope. I mean, who are they going to shoot at? Yep. Uh, the bats. Not the ones that flew past. Okay. They, they just left, and so the crossbowmen didn't. They're more focused on the immediate danger around them. Okay. Uh, anyway, we lost four spearmen, I think, and two peasants. Let me see. Yeah. yeah. You've lost eight people total. You're down to 12. Eight? All right. Uh, including the guy who was pulled off the boat. Okay. Yep. So we uh, re-equip the people with spears and leather armor. Okay. So now you've got uh, eight spearmen, two crossbowmen, one guy carrying a pot, a random person with nothing, and Jeeves. All right. Um, yeah, and we uh, how many did we kill? Uh, you look around and you count mm, ten bodies of these okay. wombats. I, All right. I shot, I shot three arrows. Can I recover the arrowheads? You can... One of the arrows was across the river at one of the bats that flew past you. Okay. Uh, why don't you roll me 2d2 on a 1 you can recover for the remainders. remainders. Isn't there like a, a roll for that? There's like an actual thing for recovering. It's a 50-50. Yeah. Okay. You recover one arrowhead. Or one arrow. You can recover the other arrowhead. No problem. Uh, Kine, do you have a dagger? I give him my dagger. Yeah, I, I felt the same. They have to be made of something. Be careful. Yeah, so Van kind of cuts into this this wombat to see what it's made out of. Ooh, that's a great question. Yeah. Uh, you slice into it, and it's mostly bone and like guts. So is there meat? There's some sort of gray flesh on it, and its guts are. Possibly edible. I mean, you can eat intestines of other creatures. Hey, Kine, 
what do you uh what do you think of this and van tosses the the wombat over to him uh, <laughs> no i catch it uh i lay it down I probably get back my dagger and inspect it what would be uh, inspecting a creature be probably survival, survival? to see if it's sur- yeah. see if it's edible uh i'm not gonna this is an entirely foreign creature on a different plane of existence. You have no checks at your disposal I mean, to know anything about them. But I mean, he doesn't know about it. But he, he's making a check to see if these things look edible on like yeah. a based on his knowledge of survival. If this, I mean, based on all of your just personal experience, if this was a creature you encountered in the, the prime material plane, it looks like it would probably be edible. You can't tell uh, the color of the flesh because of the the gray scale of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, um, do the intestines or inner parts of the creature look like similar to the primal uh, material plane? Close enough, yeah. They look like intestines. They look like This looks like a, a bony carapace or a bony hide to it, kind of like a, a turtle almost with like a bony exoskeleton on the around the outside and then fur on top of that. Um, I will slice a bit of this grey meat off uh, a little bit, put it on a stick and hand it to them. Try it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not eating raw meat. Yeah, I'm not that desperate. I, I point to the fire. All right, Van, being an excellent cook, goes and cooks the uh, cooks the wombat meat. Do you have a cooking proficiency? Uh, I do actually have a cooking proficiency. <laughs> Lovely. All right. Um. Yeah, uh, I will instruct the other people to gather the dead and maybe gather some wood so we can burn the dead. Sure. Your people gather around for a little while, uh, you know, create a slightly larger fire, and start roasting these wombat things. I mean, I uh, gather the dead people and burn the corpses. Oh, yes, you burn the, the living people. They smell delicious as they cook. The living people? <laughs> You're not burning the living people. The dead people, the sorry. If I said living, yeah. it was a... I heard human meat is actually pretty disgusting. I won't, I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I, also, burning. Fl- I don't think burning flesh and cloth smells delicious. I hair. think hair, no, but flesh, yeah. I think if you were to put a human body on a, a grill, it would smell <laughs> uncomfortably good. Could you please stop? <laughs> um, all right, Neil. I'm not sure what kind of barbecues you go to, but all right. Look, yeah, I'm just saying, meat is delicious. And we have a, a, you know, fixate, we appropriately don't like to eat people, but it's still meat. It would still smell pretty good on a barbecue. Well, then, uh, after that, Kine is going to get uh, two people and scour for some more rooms. Hold on, I'm going to get myself put on a list by Googling how does human meat taste. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question. Um... Neil, I will try. Kyle will try to gather some roots, and it doesn't matter if they are poisonous or edible. So maybe should I do a survival and herbalism? Um, apparently, hold on. Human meat tastes quite good. In the 1920s, a journalist traveled to West Africa for the ultimate taste test. Uh, he says human tastes like veal. He said it tastes. Uh, what I just read was like pork, but more bitter and a little bit stronger hmm. in flavor. Damn. Well, now we know. Yes. We finished about talking about... <laughs> it's... 
Okay. Anyway, please. Uh, <laughs> what were you saying? I was uh, wildly I distracted. Find, I will try to find both edible and poisonous roots. Sure. Um, so survival and herbalism. Give me a yeah. Give me a survival check. Twenty-seven. You can nice. find plants that you believe have edible roots. You cannot find anything that looks poisonous. Okay. Uh, we take the edible stuff. Go back and uh, 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 go to Van. No, how does it taste? Probably bad, but has it has it been done roasting yet? Sure. It's hard I mean, to Van, tell. Van's, Van's a good chef, so I feel yeah. like he's probably fairly good at um, inspecting. Like, even without color, he's probably able to, like, inspect how this thing's cooked the through. The firmness of it. Yeah. yeah sure. You, you feel like it's been long enough that it should be cooked by All now. Right. i probably give it another minute, let it cook a little bit more through. Probably mm -hmm. safer to go a little bit more well done on your first try with something. Mm -hmm. And uh, after that, Van's going Van's gonna to take a small bite and see what it, see what it tastes like. Probably. It tastes like, tastes like ash. And not from the cooking. Um, you know, you, the outside has a kind of a crispy texture, um, mm -hmm. but the the meat itself tastes like you're almost eating dirt. Here, Kai, why don't you try it? It's quite delicious. <laughs> I doubt it. Uh... Man's got a good grub skill, so I feel like he's able to keep a straight face. And uh... well, give me a grub skill check to see how straight your face. Sure. <laughs> It's like, I think 15 is my grub skill. You try to smile, but it's only a... Man's <laughs> like, his eyes widen and says, this might be the best meat I've ever had in my entire lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hand a little bit to Kai and say, try it. Trust me. My god. Let me just roll willpower. How willpower? <laughs> okay. He carefully takes a small bite bad. It tastes like <laughs> ash and dirt. Gross. Well, better than the roots. It's not bitter. Yeah, sure. I mean, give it to me and Ben finishes this, this piece on the stick. Yeah, and we will probably uh, gather up the bats and I don't know about the intestines, but we will try to get all the ashy meat. There's a, a period of time where everyone's cooking these bats and kind of munching on them. The, the complaints of being hungry vanish. From the, the grouped people. Complaints, but the... complaints about the food not being tasty. <laughs> yeah, those, those increase quite a bit. I uh, mean, we also have bitter roots. Yeah, well, you're yeah. also, you started with 23 people and you're down to 15 now. Morale is pretty low. Yeah, uh, Van's going to speak up and say, it's been, a, it's been a troubling past day, or perhaps not a day. It's, it's hard to tell in this place. I, I only I only took volunteers because I knew this this expedition would be dangerous. But I also don't expect you to stay if you think that you'd be better off going back to Shirebrook. I will not guide you back there. If you choose to leave, you do so on your own. But I would not fault any man who wants to turn back now. It's not much of a choice. Yeah. After that uh, arousing speech, a uh, kind will pull Ben besides. Can't go on like this. I mean, we're not even close to the valley, and we already lost seven people. What else do we do? We could follow my idea, try to find a place where you can actually uh, get in contact with cheese. 
I don't think Stromheim is going to give us what we want. And let's be honest here, Kine. Like, we're traveling down this place and it seemed dangerous, but this idea that it's safer to go up to Stromheim is based on this idea of roads, this idea of civilization that we're traveling along. But there's none of that here. If this is an this empty is... world that was never meant to support life. Anyway, I don't think... No, I'm sure we won't find any success if we continue into the valley. The only thing we will do is lead these people to their death. Probably also our own. Imagine, if we have gone on our own, that swan could have torn us to pieces. Without your magic, we have no uh, meaning of healing ourselves. I think if we turn back now, we're going to starve to death. I don't think we have the time to go all the way to Stromheim. Even if, even if I did contact Jason, and I was able to get my spells back, there's no berries in this world for me to turn into edible berries. But if you have magic, we can at least stand a chance against other creatures without sacrificing... But then I'll... Yes, after the point where I'm starting to die of starvation, we don't have a luxury in time. Yeah, we are not starving to death right now. We can No, but it's only been a few days. And we're traveling the opposite direction of Stromheim. I I know... Trust trust me, Kai, nobody on this entire plane wants to contact Cheese more than myself. But I don't want to... I think if we go to Stromheim, we will die at this point. And I think if we go into the valley, we will die. Now, what will we do? It's possible we're going to die whatever we do, but I think this has better hope than any other path we have. What hope? I mean, we find a cave in which possibly is either a dragon of shadow or another equal, equivalent powerful creature. We have no magic. We have a bunch of peasants with spears and two crossbows. We have us two with we have two magical weapons and a bunch of normal shit. Can't do anything to it. Admit it. Even if we find... Uh, sometimes, mayor. sometimes, Kain, I don't cast any spells at all. Because it turns out that a, well, a well-prepared tongue can do more to end a combat situation than any you spell ever estimating your charisma. Maybe. But what other hope do we have here? If we go to Stromheim, even if we do manage to contact Cheese, what then? Then we, first of all, if we manage to contact Cheese, uh, Mother Elise might be able to contact us there. And Potentially. you could maybe try to figure out some way to get us in contact with the material plane using magic. I don't think either of us have the magic for this. At most, I could scry <laughs> on the prime material plane. No way interact with it. The other way is we have a way to defend ourselves proper. I mean, these are probably the equivalent of bats in our world, but what if we find something that we can't defeat with normal means? If I get my spells, and Mother Elise gets her spells, we still don't have any way to feed ourselves. Even if we were to travel all the way up to Stromheim and come back, that'd be at least two weeks out of our way. Look around, we are feeding ourselves right now. We have, uh, granted, it's not great, but we can live no, a few I don't even know if it's sustaining us. I don't know if these, these have any nutrients to speak of. Well, do you feel hungry? That's not the same as being nourished. I could have I a full know. stomach and still collapse from malnourishment. This is getting us nowhere. We can't, I say we can't go into the valley and succeed in any way. I don't think going anywhere else has anything that we could... I don't think there's any way out other than going south. It's dangerous. We will lose people. But this is the only way forward. I, I can't... 
I don't see anything happening in Stromheim. Even on the off chance that the church there isn't burned down, we're gambling that I'd be able to contact Chiefs in the first place. And even if everything worked out perfectly, it'd be so far out of the way that I might just die maybe, before we even get back here. Maybe we should take maybe another approach. We looked at my village, but maybe we should look at the important uh, colony or village we that managed to. That's pretty close by, isn't it? Uh, Neil, that was in the hills, and we're pretty close to those hills, aren't we? The Dwarven Village? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was up here at the base... Oops, that's the wrong map. At the base of the mountains. Mm -hmm. um, you guys are somewhere in here. Okay. So you're fairly close. Mm -hmm. you know, maybe 10 miles away. Also, I also said to Ed, we are not even close to the valley. No, we're not. Years, we lost about but uh, we lost seven people and we are not even a quarter way to there. So we lose. I mean, you know, we're not even getting to the valley and we die ourselves there. What was the road like for us back on all of our prior adventures? Sometimes we'd be attacked three days in a row upon leaving town, and sometimes we travel for weeks on end without seeing a single thing. But we had your magic to help us to heal us. If we get wounded now, no matter to recover. You have to think about that. I understand the dangers, Kine. It's not that this is a safe path for us to take. I just don't see the end goal for any other path. At least here we have some hope that we have some way of getting home. But if we go, if we go north, if we go to Stromheim, if we go in any other direction, what are we going to find? What are we going to find to help us get out of here? Maybe, maybe other people. I mean, sure, this is, this is a plan that doesn't sustain life out here. Probably for normal people, but maybe other beings live here that do not want to eat us. Besides us, who do you think could survive on this plane? Tyrus Bellows, maybe. <laughs> do you think Tyrus Bellows has been taken? No, simply because he was not in Shirebrook. But anyway, then there are many, we have seen many creatures. Maybe there are intelligent creatures that live here that do not need food like us, like we do to survive and. Anyway, we might look at the Dwarven Village. Look at... I, I'm okay with going to the Dwarven Village, but assuming we go to the Dwarven Village on the way to Lake Mysterium. Because I don't see an end goal for any other direction other than these, these very faint hopes that we'd meet other people in Stromheim. I, I see no reason to believe that would be the case. If there was nobody else in Shirebrook besides what was taken there, I see no reason to believe there'd be anybody in Stromheim. Except other scared people who have just been abducted themselves. And know little more than we do. And let's go to the Dwarven village. Sure. All right. You guys can see the mountains or can <clears throat> climb a tree to see the mountains to get your bearings and head in that direction fairly reliably. Um, it will take you some amount of time to get there. Kind of twisted time that's difficult to tell. And you begin hiking through the jungle, through the forest, really, not quite a jungle. Mm -hmm. Um, hours pass as you make your way into the hills and I would like a perception check from everyone in the party so you two and I'll roll for the NPCs okay um, there we go mm. this time you have at least everybody like one of us is always passing these checks and it's not like both of us failing at any point Roll NPC perception. 
Wow. We've got some perceptive people with you. Never mind. You've got some perceptive people with you and some <laughs> complete idiots. Um, you rolled a 26 and a 19. So you guys are walking through the forest. A little bit creepy. It's so still. The, the sounds of the stream are long forgotten, lost behind you. Uh, your people are murmuring to each other every now and then, but it, it's pretty quiet normally. When one of the spearmen that's standing beside Van kind of comes to a stop and, and puts his hand out to either side, one hand across Van's chest, the other hand across the chest of the soldier next to him. Van's hand goes to Harvestman and says, What's wrong? What do you see? Uh, he points forward through the forest, uh, and you see absolutely nothing of interest there. What do you see? Hmm. Van, uh... This fog. Fog. Don't you see the you, fog? You mean like like in Shadowbrook when we were first taken? It gives a, a slight nod. Um, and now that he points it out, you can kind of see a fog in front of you guys. Maybe Van's gonna 100 start taking feet. some steps forward. Yeah. Kind... I'm not sure if we've told you yet, but we're heading in the direction of another village that was abducted quite some time ago, mind you. But in a similar fashion to Shirebrook, perhaps this is... Uh, Neil, is the fog just is just uh, fog around the area, or...? Uh, it's like a couple hundred feet in front of you. Does it look like it covers a wide space, or is it just like a small floating yeah, bit of cloud? Yeah, it's a small cloud. cloud of fog. There is a... Do you see like a... It's a fairly small section, but because it's so far away, and because of the trees and undergrowth that are around here, it could be like fog and that's just like the, the furthest most point that you can see and you can't see the rest of the fog because there's too much stuff in the way maybe if mm -hmm. you walk closer you'll see it's actually a larger embankment or maybe mm -hmm. it really just is this one little mm -hmm. small patch this guy had noticed it the moment it came into to sight so it's hard All to right. tell uh, uh, i'm gonna wait motion, for a few seconds i will motion to some people to uh start igniting some torches or, or sticks to use as torches okay um, some people start making some gathering tinder and trying to create a fire again. It'll take a little I, while. I have, fl I have flint and steel. I can help them. Yeah, but they, just... you need to still, like, without oil on hand, you need to gather, like, very soft things to start mm -hmm. a fire and then grow it and then put some logs in it. And without, like, oil or something to wrap around the actual logs, and then it's just like a burning log, which is, mm -hmm. you know, it takes a while to get a log to a point where you will burn while you hold outside of the fire. So that's going to be like a, a few minute process, maybe like a five minute process to get this stuff going. Right. Um, uh, yeah. While they're doing that, I will keep an eye around. Sure. Sure enough that that foggy patch starts floating towards you uh, and it then readily becomes up. apparent that there is no other fog attached to it. It's this right. one section of fog. Van backs up in front of the guy knows and says, stay behind me. This is not... This is some sort of creature. I think I might. I think Kine and I might be the only two equipped to deal with this kind of thing. And Vance slowly pulls out Harvest Moon from its sheath and holds it in front of him and says, "If you hold any intelligence as an entity, this is your one opportunity to speak." And I will pull out my axe. Uh, look around. It's only this this cloud of fog, right? Yeah, it's this like eight foot by. You know, eight feet wide by maybe four feet tall bank of fog. 
floating towards you. Keep your eye out. If there's any other mist or fog approaching us, be careful. Say, tell us. I will step behind Van with my axe drawn, my shield ready. So Van, Van called that out. Did it respond in any fashion? There's no response. Well, I think we can roll out a Will-O-Wisp. Those are lights, right, Kind? Yes, I think so. Will the stories tell of Will-O-Wisp luring people into the woods by appearing like lanterns, I think, or torches. Mm. Anyway, I ready my axe for an attack. Yeah, Van's readying his, his scimitar to take a swing if he gets too close. Okay. Um, the mist does flow right towards you, so Van, why don't you okay. make So what I want to do is it's flowing you're... right toward me. So yeah, Van's on, going to like... One quick sec. Kine, you said okay. you get behind Van? I would, step I would slightly step beside him. So you're aside, beside him or behind him? Beside him. Beside him. Okay, cool. What were you saying? So then? Van's gonna like take his attack, and I want to like step. Like th this, if it's chasing me, this won't have any effect. But in in the event that it's just like floating past me, mm -hmm. he's gonna take like a step to the side as he takes the swing, so that if it just continues its course, it just floats right by him without touching him. Sure. And then um, he takes his attack. Uh, do I get an attack? Yeah, you both get an attack. Twelve. Uh, 12 is a miss, or, you know, your axe flows through the, the mist, mm -hmm. uh, with no serious effect. I have a 19. Uh, your axe finds home in the mist. Roll me some damage. Eight. <laughs> a magical axe. Uh, you see the mist leaks some sort of water out of it. Um, as it envelops Van Helsing. Excellent. Uh, uh oh, what's its bonus to hit? Got its stack was unknown. 20 That's AC? Yes. Hmm. Uh, okay, it hits Van Helsing. And Van Helsing, you take. Seven points of damage. Okay. Uh, should uh, we have done initiative? No, you had a ready attacks. Yeah. Okay. So I considered you guys just going before it and readying attacks rather than anything else. Okay. Um, I can do math, I promise. There we go. Uh, yes. And as the. Well, no, never mind. Initiative now. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Okay. Van Hielsen goes first. Alright, I want to try and back out of this thing. Like, get out of the fog. Sure. You can step right. out of it with no problem. And outside of it, I'm going to take another swing at it. Okay. Roll to hit. 24. Is that a crit? That is a hit. The... It... Yes, it's a single crit. 2d8 plus 3. 14. Your axe slices through the fog, Cimitar. which... Uh, sorry, scimitar. your scimitar slices through the fog, which seems to dissipate after it kind of rains a, a light shower on the ground. So, it's gone. And the yeah. fog just kind of vanishes. We're getting quite uh, close to the ocean, aren't we? Not really. We are. Between Maybe the a couple river. miles off from it, from the coast. 
It's possible yeah. this could be some kind of creature that lingers toward the sea. It's composed of water. Actually, some of this water that's on the ground, can Van try and see if it's salty or uh, fresh? Sure. Are you going to taste it? Uh, I was going to smell it. Seawater is pretty like apparent in its smell, right? Sure. Give me a perception check, please. Thirty-one. It smells like blood. Oh. Well, uh, it's not quite uh, water at all, apparently. Well, it w- did wound you, so maybe it absorbed it, maybe from you. Possible. It's just its own blood. The watery. I mean, bear in mind we can't see color here. Maybe it was just mm. bleeding the whole time. Oh, indeed. Hmm. Well. There's not much to do about it. I think we need to continue on. You guys press on, climbing the hills, the people behind you growing more and more nervous Mm -hmm. as more and more bizarre creatures show up and eat people or don't eat people or they're made out of fog or what the hell is happening in this place. But eventually you push up into the hills, climbing until you reach that same village. You recognize the canals nearby, the the Mm -hmm. ravines nearby. You come across that same creek. And before you know it, you're in this small dwarven village. Um, However, unlike the last time, this place looks like it's been damaged. Uh, The buildings are overgrown. Some of them have been, had doors ripped off of their hinges. Uh, The place looks like it's been through hell. Interesting. Huh. And this is... So Kynes Village looked fine, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Alright, I think we need to move in and inspect this a little bit. Yeah, let's look, take a look yeah. around. There are signs of struggle everywhere. Uh, there's signs that things have been living here, at least for a while. It definitely looks more disturbed than Kynes Village. Hmm. That makes... I mean, it, it looking more disturbed than your village doesn't make much sense, kind. But I could understand if people were abducted and taken to another plane. It, it looks this would be like, where all the struggle took place. Why we never found yeah. it in the prime material. It looks like people did live here for a while, at least. So it seems like maybe some survived. Hmm. Van's gonna start uh, poking around at the houses and shouting, "Hello!" response. The houses are empty. Um, Furniture has been knocked around. There's a a layer of dust over everything. So it's been a while since these things were knocked around. Long while. But it's been a long while since this village was emptied. Hmm. So you said that it looked like people lived here for a while? Um, What should I say? There is a, a, enough disturbance around here, uh, things out of place, things being moved, that it looks like there has been significant activity. Maybe you so don't like know multiple, how long. multiple patches of activity, not just like yeah. there was one fight. Like there, there have been multiple fights over an extended period Right, of time. so you, you look okay. through the houses and you see the furniture in all the houses is pretty badly messed up. There are beds missing, pillows mm-hmm. and blankets are gone. A lot of the wooden furniture, at least the things with large slabs of wood, have been have disappeared. Um, chairs and tables are gone too. Mm-hmm. Mm. Kind of might do well to check the the mine that yeah. the doors were using. Perhaps they moved there for defensive reasons. Um, I would take a look around, uh, see if I can spot any special track, any tracks. 
Sure. What's your tracking skill? I'm going to roll it in secret. Uh, it is 16. Okay. You look around and see all sorts of old, old prints that are hard to tell where they're going because they're, you know, they're, they're old enough that the wind has um, damaged them. But there used to be a lot of footprints here. There were a lot of things here once upon a time. Uh, interesting. Uh, do I see any any unusual footprints, which look, would look like creatures or other creatures than humanoids? There's no shadow dragon footprints. <laughs> I'm not talking. I did not say shadow dragon. I, you didn't say it. No, hmm. there's nothing inhuman about this place or in dwarven. Hmm. You know what I think, Kain? What? I think whatever took your village has nothing to do with people being taken to the Shadow Plane. We don't know that yet. It's I mean, your your village seemed perfectly at peace. Totally calm. No mm. sign of a struggle. This place looks like it's been through hell. Both of your villages, to our eyes, disappeared under similar circumstances. Mm. But it looks like things are quite different. Mm. In this case. Uh, maybe uh, I know we talked about it already but maybe we should head back to Shirebrook not because we can't we should head to Stromheim but we are not in the condition to venture out into the valley not after the encounters we had already hmm. you are wounded I am wounded if we want to rest I think we should rest here no, it's a bad idea, I, I must say. We should head back. Um, with the knowledge I, we gathered, gathered, there are creatures, some creatures, and uh, definitely plants we can eat. And we don't know about their nourishment, I know. Don't say well, it. What do we but do after we get back to Shirebrook? We heal up, discuss our plans of actions with what we've seen so far with the, other, with the Mother Elise and the Knights. We can't just head off and leave them alone. If we die, they have no help. I don't think it's as simple as going back. I, I still think time is quite a bit more limited we, than we'd like to face, Kind. I say we should heal up. At least for now. If we wait around for an extensive period of time, I think we're going to die of starvation. I genuinely don't think we're getting much nourishment from these roots. Or from this meat. We can, uh, we can we can we can tell in a couple of days. I mean, a few days will go by, and then we can tell if. Lon, it's it's been a little while already. Neil, how how does Van feel after having had a couple meals of these things? Does he feel like he's been like eating decently well enough, or like he's still just kind of strapped for energy, kind of uh, fatigued? You feel sick to your stomach, but you still feel hungry. Okay. So I, I still feel kind of like fatigued, strapped for energy, kind of like uh, like I haven't been getting enough food. Yeah. Okay. Kind. I'm eating this food and nothing's happening. It's not helping. I'm perfectly fine. Because uh, ex, uh, even if I did not eat anything. You don't. You don't know what he's talking about. That seems rather. Uh, uh, I didn't tell disconcerting. you. Disconcerting. I didn't tell you. I'm just. Maybe is it break time? Maybe yes. it's 
Okay. All right. Before we go to break, while Kind thinks about what he's going to say, and we'll see you guys on the other side. Bye. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes Other Side. <sighs> so you're here. Kind, did you want to say something about being hungry? Uh, I am. You probably see Kind getting <sighs> kind of anxious and then just grabbing Van and putting him to the side. Listen. You're, you know when these creatures, these four creatures uh, merged with us, and you... It's not out. an experience I'm soon going to forget. Yes, I haven't been hungry f since then. No, no hunger whatsoever. You feel, you feel fine? Yes. Very good, uh, actually. I suppose you were too late. Anyway, you should know. At first I thought it was only because I'm used to being out in the wild, but by now it's unreasonable. I should be hungry. And since this food does not help, uh, as you say, yeah. But... It doesn't seem to do anything to me for now, I hope. No mental control, no nothing. I can't even feel anything in my body that could be belong to it. It seems these creatures negate uh, the need to eat. Maybe they sustain once they enter. For whatever reason, I don't know what they want. Talking to them did not seem to go. I don't know if we tried talking to them. Um, anyway, I don't think we can go on like this. At the current rate, we won't even reach the valley. I mean, if if things keep going in the current rate, we might not even make it back to Shirebrook. We are not. We're kind of going on a gamble that things aren't from Shirebrook, right, Neil? I'm sorry, say what? We are not even a day away from Shirebrook, only a few miles. Yeah, whatever. There's no real... I mean, you can easily walk for 12 hours now, or 14 hours now. The distance that I mean, you travel in a day is way high. I mean, uh, compared to the material plane, we are not days away from Shirebrook. The village is only a few miles away. The Dwarven village. Right? I don't think there's anything good to come from going back to Shirebrook. What do we do when we get there? We could try. At least try to... You wanted to burn the crowns, to melt them down, to destroy them, to offer them to cheese. Both Mother Elise and I went to that church. We you spent a good hour for, in prayer. You, you prayed for a few hours. Why not... Let's say this. We go back, offer the crowns proper, and you spend a day in prayer. Maybe that will help. At least I, with, with your magic, I see us getting to the valley. Right now, any day, anything, anything wounds us. It's permanent. We won't heal. At least I, not under the current stress. We can't, don't have time to rest, as you said. And yes, at least we have a chance. So I see it. 
you say all of this knowing full well that you're not going you're not the one facing starvation you're not the one who's facing intense hunger at this point kind i did my best to feed these people to provide food i understand but you're not the one who's facing hunger here you're not the one who's dealing with the the effects of starvation people here don't have that much time left i don't have that much time left it's more dangerous that we could die on the way there sure but I don't think we have the time to go back to Shirebrook and spend a full day in prayer on the off chance that maybe that's the difference that will help Cheese get in contact with me. You see, uh, you'll probably see Kain leaning on something, his face darkens. So it's either death or devil's bargain. You could always these creatures inhabit the body but do not seem to do anything to do to them now but they sustain you maybe and that's what if they do more you said you don't have the time I, this creature has been in me for a few days now days uh, as it seems I, I don't know it did not do any damage for now we need time you say you don't have time. I won't. I know it's, if I said it's a devil's bargain, but maybe one we have to take if we want to survive, if we want a real chance in surviving this. Did you consider that maybe you are hungry, that you are dying, and that this creature is merely distorting your perception of it? That it's not truly keeping you alive, it's simply keeping you content? Maybe. But maybe that keeps me going on. It does not weaken me for now. My, if, my... You starving for, if you if you would would you ta- rather take feeling fine but still starving to death, or being weakened by starving to death and not be able to do anything? Either way, you end up dead. Yes, I at least would be able to do and to do go forward. I could go forward until the end. Oh, I can continue going forward right now, Kain. Perhaps the effects won't hit you until until it's crippling. You said we don't have time. We are moving in circles here, by the way. But this could give us time. Maybe they don't sustain us, but maybe they do. And I said it's a devil's bargain. We need time. Currently, we don't have time. But maybe... We can lend ourselves some time and borrow it for whatever price. I mean, we are are probably not the only ones doing something on our sides. I I don't know how much Malachi, if he is even in Shirebrook at the moment, I don't know if he's doing something. Maybe. What if these creatures kill us as soon as we get back to the Prime Material Plane? Take them from the Shadow Plane? What if they attempt to stop us from leaving? Why would they want to leave their native plane if of we residence? we find the way back, we could always get Exercise them? them? How? I have no magic to do so. Well, then maybe Ogo should be getting your magic back. And how would we do that? Kind, I understand that you want my magic back, but I think I have a better understanding of how it works than you do. 
Do you? You tried a few times. I would suggest you don't question my devotion to my deity, Ranger. I don't question your devotion. I question your methods. But this is no time to crawl about such things. What will it be? Bargain or death? That's what I see. I'm willing to take the bargain. At least it would keep us alive here. And if we can get any help from Malachi or the material plane. Imagine if we can establish contact with him. And he could help us get rid of these creatures. Hey, hey guys. Paul's one of the villagers. One of the, the yes. innocent people. You should... I think I found something. Van heads over. Yeah, we both. Uh, there at the edge of town, a little bit of ways away, where the entrance to the mine is, he gives a point, and you can see doors and tables and chairs and all sorts of things that are just stacked up against the entrance of the mine. All right, Van heads into the mine, and he um, he it's knocks blocked. on one. It's blocked. Yeah, by yeah. Oh, so okay. he's he's gonna walk up to the thing and start knocking on the barricade and say, "Hello, is anybody in there?" Give me a perception check. Okay. 33. Oh, beautiful. Uh, you listen, and you can hear someone talking on the other side. It's, it's faint, but you can hear someone. I, I can hear you, whoever you are. I'm Van Helsing from Shirebrook, up north. Can you hear me? You can hear the whispering, or the talking... Or the the muffled uh, whatever it is, but you you can't make out any words. Uh, I go to uh, you go to Van. Do you hear anything? Is there someone behind this? I I hear whispering. Maybe oh, I'm, I'm going I, to I, I'm going to take a piece off this barrier. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a top piece from this barrier. Not enough to come in. You can see what I am before I enter. Uh, while while he's doing this, I will speak in dwarvish. A dwarven. Don't worry, we are friends. We will not go. We are not going to hurt you. You are lost. Yeah. You manage to remove a few pieces of the barrier, enough that you can, you know, some, you could see into this, this cave, which is sure. fully lit, well, yeah. as lit as anything else is. Um, yeah. And so you, what do you see want? inside of there a, oh. no, no rolls needed. Okay. Um, there's a dwarf. Um, just kind of behind the barrier, you can just barely catch his head, and his head seems to be bobbing back and forth. Um, and you speak Dwarven, right, Van? I know kind of. Yeah, we both do. Yeah. So in Dwarven, you hear this this muttering going, it's gone. Voice is gone. I can't hear it anymore. Where did it go? It's gone. I think this Voice man has gone. lost his mind. I can't hear it anymore. Where did Hello? It go? Dwarven, I will. Voice is gone. I can't hear it anymore. Hold on. Van's going to start taking apart a little bit more of the go? barrier. Enough for him to get Where'd inside. Where'd the voice go? God. God, I can't hear it anymore. This is gone. Yeah, so Neil, Van, Van uh, takes apart a little bit of the barrier. <laughs> you take it apart, and you see this emaciated dwarf. Mm -hmm. uh, barely skin and bones. Uh, and you notice his ears are missing. His hair has been ripped out or cut off. Uh, there's not mm -hmm. much to it. His ears are missing, and where the ear should be are these big, nasty slice marks and gouge marks. It okay. It looks like self-inflicted wounds to his ears. Okay, Van's going to um sort of step inside here, right? Yeah. 
and he's going to sort of walk up to him slowly and like wave in his direction, see if he can get his attention. The dwarf's just looking straight ahead. Doesn't right, doesn't Van's even gonna, seem to recognize you as you... Yeah, Van's going to walk up and hold his hand out and say, Listen, stranger, take my hand. God. God. Okay. I can't take uh, it. Van really slaps good. him. Uh, it has no real effect on him. Um, kind. while you're looking at Van doing this, you notice in the direction the guy's looking, which is kind of to Van's back now, there are a, a pile of bones. What kind of bones? Um, humanoid? Yeah. Kind of a take out one of his flutes try to play a calming melody Neil, I look at this man's head does he does he look like he can um did he like gouge out his eardrums or just his ears like does he look like he can hear probably not I don't know okay. you'd need to get him to sit still and to get a, a real good look at his ears but there seems to be substantial damage to them okay so yeah, man okay. is gonna head out to Jeeves he's got a uh, that journal right the diary mm-hmm. and van's gonna walk back in and show this diary to the guy and like open it up in front of him and start flipping through some of these pages with all these entries he keeps rocking back and forth repeating the same murmuring about the voice and he can't hear the voice and it's gone and where did it go and he just keeps his endless rocking back and forth i, I will ask uh, i will go up to him ask him slowly and Dwarvish, what kind of voice speak of the voice he keeps going his, about his thing as if you're not even there. All right. Kine, take everyone outside. I think this man has earned his freedom from this life. He's He might be able to give us any information. He's I not, think this man has lost his mind entirely. Looking around, is there anything else except bones in this dwarf? Um, there's a small creek that flows out of here. Um, it flows under the barrier and just keeps going. Um, you see clothes. You see some tools and weapons. You know, there's probably there's potentially valuables on these remains of these corpses or in the pile of the other things that are nearby. All right. And wait, wait. Let's take him outside. Maybe we can try something. Like what? Let me think for a while. Let's think. He might be uh, not able to uh, hear us right now, not to understand us. Must have seen something horrible and looking at the birds, uh, done something horrible to survive. Look at this man. He's... If we, he's, he's a survivor and even if he's on the brink of death, we might be able to get something out of him. If you can get him out of this mine, feel free. And then starts he... to walk back toward the entrance. Can I pick him up? I mean, he is... Yes, yeah. he is. Sure. I will pick him up and carry him outside. And um, he's still, to uh, still doing the same. Mm-hmm. I will. Where did it go? Gone. 
ready to go. Some kind of voice. Don. Go. Ban, any ideas about what he could mean? Some voice. I don't think he is just talking about hallucinations. Well, let's see what he responds to. And Van pulls out Harvest Moon. He just kind of looks at him with a bit of a pain discretion and says, I'm sorry for this. And he's going to stab this guy in the foot. Like, not deep. He just wants to, like, give this guy a quick poke in the foot. Like, enough to break through skin, but not, like, go straight through his foot. He's trying to see if this guy responds to pain. Uh, yes, he does respond to pain. He reaches out and grabs his foot, cutting his hand on the edge of the harvest, uh, on the edge of the sword. Uh, brings his foot back into him, closes his eyes, grits his teeth, and squeezes the foot before relaxing it and bringing the foot up to his mouth and lapping at the blood that it draws. Can you hear me? Uh, he's stopped talking, but now he's just yeah. licking his wounded foot. I will slowly, gently uh, take his foot away. So... Just... You're going to have to give me to post strength check if you want to pull. You're going to have to force it away from him. Dan, <laughs> um, get some rations. I'm not sure this is uh This man is far gone. Rations or oh. not, I don't think he has anything to offer. Just a little bit of food. Not, not the whole ration. ration. No, 20, no. Nope, you can't force his uh, foot away from him. He's holding on to it with all of his desperate strength. Ben heads over to Chester. He's going to take off a fourth of a normal, or actually like a fifth of a normal. Like how much would be in a meal? Because a ration lasts a whole Two day, pounds. right? Yeah. Yeah. So like in a Wait, normal are these meal, dry you rations use, like, or what's iron rations. Okay. So that's like a, maybe a pound of food. Okay. So Van's going to cart off like a little section of it, like maybe a fifth of a day's worth. And he's going to, he's going to bring it for this dwarf. When you get back to the dwarf, you see that his licking has turned into gnawing and chewing, and the yeah. section around his foot where the has been cut. I would try to, to stop him. I would try to stop him. Give me another pose strength check. Ooh, we didn't roll that bad this time, even for being an. Oh, nope, doesn't matter. You failed. He's he's got that foot right to his face. He's surprisingly flexible, probably because there's not very much left of him. Okay. And he's just ah, gnawing Dan on sees his own this. foot. He takes the rations back to the chest. He puts no. the rations back where they were. And he comes back and says, I'm putting an end to this. Um, I will try last time to restrain him. Uh, okay, go ahead. Post strength check. There you go. You managed to rip his foot away from his hand uh, and his mouth. I, and I will try to restrain him a bit. Van, please, just a little bit. Start He's licking his wounded in. hand now. Quickly, before he starts gnawing his hand. Do you think he's going to stop after he gets a little bit of ration? Maybe he, he's, he's gone mad with hunger. Please, just a little bit. This man isn't I mean, going to snap out of it if he takes a small bite. He begins to gnaw on his hand. Kind, I'm putting an end to this. Step back. Kind takes his dagger and slits the dwarf's throat. Okay. The dwarf dies. You're a fool of unhealing. And what would you have done? Give him Maybe. what little food we have remaining? At least, if he maybe maybe he 
it stopped eating him, tried to eat himself. Maybe it would have gone, maybe he would have got, gotten back a little bit of his sanity. And maybe he would have spoken to us or write to us. Give us a man who locked himself in a cave to, to hide from the horrors that we've been facing and ate his friends as they all started you, to starve. You don't know what he's been, what uh, came over this village. What else would have, what else would it have been? We faced... A big shadow dragon flying in the sky? <laughs> Maybe. We don't know. Now we will probably never know. <sighs> anyway. We should at least give him a last rest. And uh, kind will gather some people to burn the body. And afterwards, go to Van. So, what will it be? This man probably was not possessed or inhabited by any creature. So, he starved to death, but he starved into madness. I will not willingly take one of those creatures into me, but I'll make you a deal. If I get the rations left in the chest, I'll go back to Shirebrook and I'll spend one day in Shirebrook. One day. If nothing comes from that, I go back south and I don't stop. Agreed. We can make that. All right. All right, Van's going to round people up. Tell them that uh, we're going back to Shirebrook. It's too dangerous, and he can't he can't risk their lives at this point. Okay. People look relieved, um, and as everyone prepares to go, one of your one of your unarmed peasants uh, gives a bit of a gasp and points back in the direction of the mine, where you see crawling down the surface of the cliff, well above the mine, are four more of those fog-like, mist-like quadruped creatures with the four arms that are equally put out that allows them they're bizarre monstrous Mm -hmm. looking creatures but there's four of them and they are coming in your direction excellent (laughs) excellent now when initiation starts (laughs) no (laughs) no stay behind me and Van Helsing steps forward with uh, Harvest Moon in hand. Okay, roll a normal initiative. I will roll stuff for the NPCs. Ooh. <sighs> okay. Oh no, I... What, uh, did you, wasted your, you wasted your 20. Well, just reduce it by 10, since it's a... Yeah, six. Uh, Van Hilsen goes first. Actually, Van Hilsen ties with one of the creatures. All right. Who scrambles uh, down whichever, the face. Yeah, whichever gets closest to him, he's taking a swing at first. The one that's attacking you, the one that's coming right. down, you can make an so attack against. So he, like, leaps onto me as Van Hilsen takes a swing at him. Mm-hmm. For 14. My notes. Monster notes. Monster notes. Oh, that's a good question. Will they try to possess me if I'm or emerge with me if I'm already inhabited? The kind gather demons ah. in, his, in himself. If you get three demons, you attain immortality. 
<laughs> uh, your 14 is a hit. Alright, here's the damage. Dice <laughs> won't you, Sean. It won't be healing. The creature takes four as it launches itself at you. Give me a saving throw versus breath weapon. Does it have to make a, a hit first before it does the, the saving throw? No, it's just a, a saving okay. throw instead of a hit, instead of a roll to hit. That's going to be a fail. Okay. The creature grabs you by the shoulders, sinks its feet into your hips as this fog-like face comes closer towards yours and then starts to enter you through your eyes, nose, and mouth. Uh, kind, would you roll for initiative? 16? Mm. Okay. Uh, instead, uh, these crossbowmen... No, spearmen go. Nope, nope, I take it back. The two of the other fog creatures go. Oh, do I get an attack of opportunity since it's attacking without a weapon? <laughs> it is, like, leaping onto me. Hmm. But now you don't get attacks of opportunity against natural creatures. Like, if a bear claws you, you, you said don't it get was kind of, of humanoid-ish in shape, though. Like, it's on all fours, but it's... It is humanoid-ish. And but it's, like, I'm it's say... not like it's clawing at me with, like, claws. It's literally leaping onto me and, like, bear-hugging me. I feel like hmm. it's a little bit different than... I feel like if a bear was trying to bear hug me, you'd probably give me an attack of opportunity, right? If a vampire makes an unarmed attack against you, you don't get an attack of opportunity against them. Right, mm. but that's like assuming the vampire takes clawing swipes at you, right? I feel like if somebody tries to like run up and grab you and wrap their arms around you, you would normally give them a uh, an attack of opportunity. Since it's more like a grab attack. Hmm. That's an interesting yeah. question. Maybe. I see where you're coming from, but your initiative was on the same round as him. You guys went at the same time, so do you get mm -hmm. two attacks instantly? I think so. I mean, it's like he comes toward me, right? Van swipes at him, then he's on sure. me. Sure. And Van just goes back with the, uh, like, going back into a neutral stance. No, no, no one else got it. You didn't attack, get attacks of opportunity last time this happened. Let's keep it consistent. Okay. Um, okay, the two more come, and they... <laughs> Leap for random people. Let's see if any one of these people they're leaping for is Jeeves. They, they ignore me. Uh, well, it might attack you too. Might attack any number of people. Well, I, I would be at the front with one, so. Well, you didn't. I mean, we rolled initiative. You haven't gone yet, okay. so everyone is more or less equally opportunity. Van's the only one that's standing out right now. Everyone else mm. is, has an equal chance of being hit. Um, so one attacks. One of your spearmen and one attacks Jeeves. Actually, one in thirteen chance or one in fourteen chance of hitting Jeeves. <laughs> Jeeves will live. Jeeves save. Um, someone want to roll Jeeves's saving throw? I got it. I got it. Watch right. this natural one come out. Rough weapon. Oh! Jeeves resists the creature. He puts a hand to the the ghost thingy's throat and he holds it back it while face. curling into a small ball on the ground, whimpering. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> kind, you want to make a saving throw for the random spearman? Yeah. Come on, random spearman. No. No, the random spearman starts groaning from the pain as the demon merges with him. Or whatever we're calling these things now. Um, that's those two. The next guy goes at nine. The spearmen go. Um... Well, two guys come over and try and stab the one on Jeeves. 50-50 chance of hitting Jeeves instead. Oh my god, neither of them target Jeeves. 
Uh, a 15 hits the thingy for six points of damage, and it lives. Um, and the spearmen go over to the other one who's been taken by the guy, taken by the thing. Three attacks. One at the guy on the ground, the other two at the thingy. Hitting the guy on the ground once, ooh, for five points. Uh, ooh, and he was wounded from earlier, so he is outright dead. Um, crossbowmen are next. All right, they're going to take shots at the one on Jeeves. Shouldn't Jeeves uh, have extra cover from being prone against missile attacks? He's lying on the ground. Yeah, but they, they still have 50-50 chance of targeting Jeeves. Um, so one targets Jeeves, one targets the thing. The thing, one targeting the thing rolls a natural 20, criticaling the one against Jeeves. For, what is that? Seven and four, 11 points of damage, uh, killing it. And the one targeting Jeeves rolls a 10, which would hit Jeeves, except Jeeves is prone on the ground, or sitting on the ground, which is a penalty of yeah. two, which misses Jeeves. Okay. Um, leaving us with Kynes' attack. Um, there are no creatures around anymore, right? Uh, he said four. There's one still climbing down the cliff face. Oh no, he goes way before you. I'm sorry, you got 16. He yeah. went on on 12. Uh, that one crawls down and tries to leap on one of the crossbowmen. Who, Kyne, you want to make a save for the crossbowmen? Sure. Come on, Mr. Crossbowman. No. Nope. Uh, and it begins the process of merging with the crossbowman. It's your turn, kind. One entered them, right? Yeah. Yep. The rest is entering people. I will shout to the others, don't try to stop the creatures, it's too late. And I will stand over the hand. Oh, I'm not on the ground yet. Not, not yet, but you are starting to feel nauseous. Yeah, You're starting I'm, to gonna, feel I'm gonna make that willpower check to see if I stay standing, like last time. Alright, roll it. I will... 21, Barely. pass. Yeah. Dan's gonna stagger over to try and uh, see if he can slash this one that's merging with the crossbowman before it's fully inside of him. Okay. Uh, that's going to be the next round initiative, right? Oh, okay. Because yeah. you already went. Um, yeah, sure. Hold on, Kind. what are you doing on your turn? Is there anything... Uh, I will stand beside Van Helsing. Uh, but not attacking the creature. I do not want to risk the kill the person right now. Okay, let's roll initiative for the next round. Alright. 12, not good. Okay. Uh, two spearmen come over and... S nope. Actually, all the misty creatures are either merged with a person or uh, were slain trying to merge with Jeeves. Okay. So they, the NPCs stand head. around, confused, not sure what to do. They look to Van and Kine for advice. Kine, you go first. I will wait and see what Van is doing. If he starts uh, ripping off his armor, I will stop him. Van, what do you do? Oh, I don't have enough HP to do that again. <laughs> I might actually die if I tried that. 
Or I wouldn't die, but I'd, I'd be dangerously low and in danger of dying. So I Suddenly think Bans going to magic hold off sounds on. like a good idea, right? <laughs> oh no, no, I, I would have preferred if I just killed this thing, but oh well. I, th I think I'm just gonna have to take this. Van's gonna, Van's gonna stand over it and say, "This doesn't change the plan. We still need to go back to Shirebrook." And he's like struggling not to, uh, not to show the pain that he's in. I, I will support him. Like he's staggering. I, Van assistance. Well, I'm uh, sorry about this. I did not expect them to be here. Two people are roll. Uh, I'm sorry. One person's rolling around on the floor, clutching at his chest and belly. Yeah. Uh, I will go uh, to you're gonna need to make a willpower save every round. Oh sure. Or a will check or whatever. It only lasts for a few minutes, so yeah. oh, that's a fail, just okay. barely, yeah. and falls to his knees. Yeah. Um. Roiling in pain. Yeah. Yeah, I can't help him right now, so I will go to Jeeves. Uh, help him up. Well, Jeeves, quite a feat you did there. <sighs> Mr. Kine, I don't... I don't know what that was. Uh, so we encountered them in the in Shirebrook before, remember? Yes, but I still don't know what it was, Master Kine. I just... Some I kind of... They try to merge with people and inhibiting their bodies. And well, whatever they do, I don't know. They, I don't know if it's good or bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And we wait for yeah. the merge. It takes turn. a few minutes before Kine and the uh, not Kine, Ben Heelsing and the Crossbowmen uh, come to the point where they can move around it's this mm -hmm. gnawing feeling like something's eating inside your insides mm -hmm. um very unpleasant hmm. whatever it is well now we have time although it was not the way it was supposed to go. Kind. Give me your hand really fast. Man's gonna take off his gauntlet really fast. And he's going to um check for Kind's pulse. Interesting. Do you have a I don't have a healing proficiency of any kind, but I imagine Fine. I can probably find a pulse. You can find I can a feel, pulse. I can feel my own pulse, right? If you pay you attention to it, yeah. You yeah, wouldn't normally I, notice it unless you actively search yeah, out. I, basically, I want I want to check to see if I can find like a heartbeat, a pulse. I want to see if he's like alive or if this thing has made him undead. Because you mentioned it seems like it's eating our insides, right? Mm -hmm. I want to see if normal body functions are still continuing for him. Okay, I give him my hand. Yeah, there's a pulse. Okay, I uh, check for a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. All right, I put a hand to his forehead. It's like it's warm, like a living person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a little bit cool because of the sweat from yeah, climbing up like, here. And, but, like, yeah. it, it seems like a normal person's temperature. Yeah. Close enough. Might be a little bit cool. 
Just a little bit. Mm. Hmm. Oh, what now? Back to Shirebrook, I suppose. We don't have much choice. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, maybe you should um, somehow mark the ones that are merged with these creatures. Um, yeah, there's cloth lying around, right? I mean, we know we know who it is. It's you, me, those uh, guys. That man over yeah, there. You can easily uh, forget a face after a while. And, sure, uh, but there's yeah. there's not much point here. And there's a small group of us kind. I, I think I can recognize that man. He says, nodding to the the guy who just got up. The other crossbowman has been possessed. Like, I'm not sure he can uh, he can hide in this crowd of eight, twelve. Is it at this point? I mean, no, fifteen. Still fifteen. We've lost more. No, because we were twenty-two. You started Six. with there are eleven 23. people, not including you and Jeeves. Okay, so there's fourteen altogether. Uh, yes, fourteen with the two of you and Jeeves. Okay, so there's eleven people who are like townspeople, and Van might even know some of them. Wait, we lost right? seven people. No, we, we lost eight. Seven. Eight. We lost the guy on the boat, then to the. Wombats. The guy on the boat, we lost an even number to the wombats, and we lost one more person to uh, the spears being stabbed into him just now. Oh, right. Yes. Yes, of course. Stabbed by yeah. their own people. <laughs> yeah, okay. you're down to 11 people. Plus, yeah, yeah, 40. Yeah, we're all sorted. So, now everybody has probably a weapon. And the guy with the kettle. <laughs> <laughs> we have ten people with weapons and a guy with it, uh, carrying a big pot. Which is probably a weapon. Well, back to Shirebrook then. And it should be... I mean, we can guess, uh, we can easily say which way is Shirebrook, right? We, yeah, that's downhill. You can see Shirebrook from here. Or maybe not... It's Shirebrook itself, but you can kind of see where it would be. At the keep. The keep is on a hill, so... Yeah, maybe you can spot the keep. I mean, it's pretty far. It's only a few miles. Um, I don't know. It's like 13 miles. That's a pretty good distance. Yeah. Well, I'd... <laughs> Let's head that way. Yeah. So we start going north. All right. You guys head north, making your way towards Shirebrook. Let's check for more encounters along the way. <laughs> The silence of the forest keeps the hairs on the back of your neck prickled the entire way back to Shirebrook. You don't run um, into any more monsters. You don't run into any more mists. At least no mist that comes out and attacks you. Mm -hmm. No more of these fog things. You don't hear the sound of bats. Um, eventually, uh, you come to the river just to the south of Shirebrook. One thing I would like to do on the way, I would try to find some poisonous roots. Try as you might, there are no poisonous plants here. You've been looking around, and the the types of different plants are is very very low. The biodiversity I mean, of this area is really some, low. Some plants have edible fruits, but are poisonous uh, in their leaves or roots. So, for example, a potato would be not directly and not really that dangerous uh, to humans unless eaten in great quantity, but it's still not good. And no, no, those types are not around. 
Nothing that has a poison that would be significant. Okay. Nothing that's worth noting. Hmm. Well, I love to rant. Um, yeah. May come to the river. Oh, we, sh- we don't have the boats. That's a problem. We have to go to uh, Fort to yeah, you can head up river for a few miles to a place where you can ford it. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can try swimming across or going out into the ocean and swimming across. Uh, let's go around. Okay. Uh, you guys take the long way fording the river wait, wait, to the wait, north. What? Well, uh, we have either the choice go around the river yeah, there's well, not there's not a place to ford the river oh, okay. until you're. So there was, you said a place to ford here. it, and then okay. Yeah, it, it'll just take you like ten miles upriver to a ford. Okay, not much we can really do about it. Mm-hmm. No. It takes hours and hours of hiking along the river till you come to a place you can cross. The water is clear and cold, mm-hmm. uh, but you cross it and then eventually come back to Shirebrook. It's been a long time since you've been here, probably How a few long? days. Okay. How is Van doing? Now that this thing has had quite a while to... Uh... Uh, now that you've had time to adjust to it, it feels fairly normal. You kind of feel like yourself, but there's this, you know, this feeling that there's something else a part of you. Okay. That's interesting. Well, I've got, I've got ideas is, from you back to Sherbrooke on that front. There is something else. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's, uh, and I'm not starving anymore. No, the the pain in your chest and belly replaced the hunger when that thing entered you, and then as the pain faded, the hunger didn't return. Okay, so when we get back to Shirebrook, just let me know on that front. I've you got guys some, arrive some back in Shirebrook. Cool. So Van's going to head to the keep and drop everyone off, okay. and he's going to um, arrange some leadership, like uh, the knights, the guards, Mother Elise. Mm. Uh, well, when you arrive back, the people there are hopeful. Their eyes light up as they hear the knocking on the gate, or as the yeah, gate opens. I say, yeah, when it when it opens, Van says, I wish I had better news to give. Uh, I wouldn't... I, I don't mean to crush your, your hopes here. I do plan to go back south, but I couldn't, I couldn't take these people with me. Uh, and? And? We found some more information, but information is all we found. No, no passage out, unfortunately. At least not as of yet. People look crestfallen. I will be continuing to go south, though, without, without more people in tow. Let's let's speak to the knights and mother Elise. Yeah, I, I want to. Uh, I want to go, like in a in a small private meeting with them. Okay. You gather mother Elise and a few of the knights around. She looks at you guys and asks, "Well, how how did it go? Uh, Doesn't seem like it went well." I. It's dangerous out there. There's uh there's nothing like what we would find in our world, but there's a number of strange creatures that don't seem to be alive. There, there were gargoyles. I told you about those last time. This time there were some strange bat-like creatures with meat that tasted like ash. A floating patch of fog that bled normal blood as though it were as though it were a corporeal person. Things here are weird, but there are many dangers in that forest, and no food. One of the biggest problems is, even if we find roots or flesh, 
from other creatures. They don't seem to sustain anybody. We sent some folks to search the town for any remaining food supplies. Not all of them came back. I don't know where the others went. Did you find any? No. One strange anomaly are these fog creatures in the town. I look at Van kind of questionly. Should we tell them? Both Kine and I have been Mm. attacked by these creatures. Both of them were able to successfully enter us. I don't plan to stay here much longer. I'm going to be heading out soon. But I do plan to stay in town a little while longer in another effort to uh, to pray to my deity. Did you find any of the other villages? Yes, the Dwarven village that I told you about so long ago, Mother Elise. The one that we first set out to investigate that had gone missing. Yes. Remember when I told you that there was no sign of any damage, any struggle there? Hmm? It looked like everything had gone to hell there. There were signs of struggles, of battles. A dwarf had barricaded himself in the mine. He had long since lost his mind. He was simply rocking back and forth. It was like he noticed nobody else was there. Well, we could have, might have gotten some information out of him, but... I I had no desire to keep alive a man who had clearly lost his mind and was trying to cannibalize his own body. I put an end to his suffering. Well, I did. Anyway, what I wanted to say, these four creatures that merge with people are an anomaly. Everything else we have encountered tried to kill us. Or eat us, probably. They... The thing is, they merge with somebody and sustain them, so it seems. Or at least the perception of it. My hunger vanished shortly after it after it entered my body. I don't suggest you go out and get possessed by them, but if you're starting to die of hunger and thinking of turning to cannibalism, it is an alternative. We don't know what these creatures are or what they want, but But be very careful if you choose to go down this road. I can feel it inside of me. It's there. It's it's there. I don't know how to describe it beyond that. Um, a question: Did the people who got uh, who got uh, I don't know any word possessed merged? Uh, did anything change with them? She shakes her head. We no. we kept an eye on them, uh, but eventually we just let them out of the room. Didn't seem like they were threat to anyone. Hmm. Uh, nothing changed on them? No personality changes? No. They just got agitated. Understandably mm. so. Mm. Their, their family were agitated too. Uh, once we let them out, they've been fine. Mother Elise, a question. Do you know any holy places outside near uh, Shirebrook? Anything grander than the temple here in town? My well, not near boy. Shirebrook, but the the Great Pyramid of of um, crap. What's up? What's his name? Of Heatstroke is well. That's that's the the holiest site in Eridon. Hmm. Mother Elise, did you hear of uh, what happened in Stromheim with the Great Temple there? I'm not sure if I ever relayed that news to you. She nods. It burned down, right? Everybody, that's why they yes, they shut the gates. Died. Yeah. Well. Idea was that maybe at such a place it would be easier to reach out to the gods, but yes, they are far away. 
And then did not seem to, uh, we are split in our decisions. I prefer looking maybe for a holy site to regain the clerical magic and use that to try to find our way out. I don't uh, think we have the time to do such a thing. Well, what, least, what, what, I'm, guess, guess my I'm willing to spend a full day here tomorrow. Or I guess there is no concept of tomorrow here. I'm willing to spend a full day here in prayer in town. I'd be, I'd be happy for you to join me. One last attempt to contact our deities. But if that doesn't work, I need to travel south. What's south? Down to Lake Mysterium, deep in the Shadow Mountains. I I still disapprove. We have a clue that in the we know that in those mountains on our world, on our plane, there's a cave where a cre powerful creature lurks, which probably abducted uh, hundreds of villagers and uh, killed them. Thing is, maybe there's a way back, but I still say we, even if we still don't stand a chance against such a creature. I don't I intend to fight it. And I already said you overestimate your charisma. Even if this creature should be amused by you, I don't think we it would be able to would grant us an escape. Did not seem uh, like it wanted the people in those villages alive, in my village alive. The thing, Mother Lise, did you find any coal, by the way, in the village? She shakes her head. No. None of the supplies that you would expect to be around were here. It, it seems, after a thorough investigation, it's only what people were physically holding at the time. Some some people were in the, the half pint, had a, a glass of beer in their hands, and, well, that's still, that's here with us. Or mm. was, we're in the middle of eating porridge, and that porridge came through, but what wasn't, it seems like what you weren't holding mm. didn't come. Uh, do we have people who know how to make charcoal? Uh... Probably no one here knows how to make charcoal. I don't intend to burn the crown's kind. I don't think anything's going to come of that. Well, I don't know how do you, what do you say, Mother, but my best bet or my best guess is to maybe get, you, get yourself your magic back, your contact with the gods, and then try to contact our plane. We have a friend, Malachi, should be still there. If we can contact him, maybe he can help us. It's better that I see it as a better chance than running in blind into the darkness and dying. Well, and I... I would like... Uh, I just want to hear your opinion on it. What do you say? Since we are, Ben and I are, well, obviously split on this decision. I can't tell you what to do. I don't think, <laughs> to be honest, I think we're all going to die here. And we should spend yeah. our remaining days making peace with that fact. I hear you, Mother Elise, but I disagree entirely. 
And I, I plan respect to fight that. to the end on that one. I, I fully respect and encourage you to do so, but I could not begin to tell you what to do. To be honest, perhaps a mass exodus south is in order. If everyone's going to die in this town, might as well give them something to push toward until the end. Well, I can't tell anyone what to do, but if you would like to put that to the people, so be it. Before then, I plan to go to the temple for a day. Would you care to join me? Of course. Then, uh, just praying might be not enough. Do you have anything to offer? You might I don't think offering sacrifice. is going to help her notice me. Maybe. I know my deity kind. <laughs> You should take every chance you have. I'm just saying. I know my deity kind. And then walks out of the room. Yeah. Kind shakes his head and follow. Well, I will definitely come with you. People of the Knights, yeah. So you're going to go with them to the temple to pray? Mm -hmm. The knights and nobles have managed to, you know, uh, have encouraged the the people to take up prayer or take up crafts projects to keep their hands busy. Mm -hmm. Um, Looks like a lot of people are just lying around sleeping. No one's eaten in days or, you know, whatever food was lying around has been consumed. Um, and you can see the hungered pains on everyone's faces. We're going to go to our last break here, and when we come back, we'll see what happens at the temple and what happens elsewhere. See you guys on the other side of our break. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes. Other side. Mm-hmm. So, Van Helsing, Mother Elise, and Kine, yeah. as well as a few of the other more devout villagers, um, totaling maybe like 30 people go head off to the temple all right um i'm gonna ask kine to guard the entrance make sure nothing comes in and like you know mm. attacks any of the villagers and then van's gonna set up a spot by um a shrine to cheese set up the statue and um he's gonna go into a meditative state but not start praying to her immediately first he wants to like kind of get into a meditative state and do something else okay um before we get into your meditative state yeah. Kind, what are you doing? Uh, first, I go to Van. Van, uh, if possible, try to close any windows. The creatures last time, had, I think, entered through the windows or tried to enter through the windows of the church. There's no windows, like open windows in this place, are there now? There's stained glass windows, but they don't open yeah. or close. Okay. okay. Um, make sure everything is closed. And... Yeah, you can, you can shut the doors. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I will... And maybe you should lead them in a prayer to cheese everyone, even mother. Perhaps later, if if initial plans don't work, then I'm. We can we can look into alternatives, but for now, let me let me do my thing. Okay, and I will try to. Even if I don't succeed, I will try to. Um, I take out one flute and a soft and calming melody over the prayer with the prayer. So you you stay inside the church. Yes. Watch over things. Okay. Yeah. So I think he's shutting the door and just by keeping the, an eye on things to make sure door. everyone's safe. By oh. the door. All right. And you'll play some flute. Uh, go ahead and give me a musical player. instrument check. Yeah. If I don't, I mean, I if I don't get it, I will just try until I find the right tone and then 
All right, this is a musical instrument check. Is just more of how how on point you are today. Very nice. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so Van, what are you doing? You're disappearing into your own. Yeah, Van kind of gets lost inside his own head, and after after he's pretty convinced that he's uh he's pretty like internalized at this point, you know, very thoroughly meditating. He um he says, "Denizen of this shadowy plane, now inhabitor of my body, I assume you can speak. Come forward. I would hold a conversation with you." I wish you had told me this is what you're going to do before the break <laughs> so I could have thought if about you this. Take, if you want to take a minute, I'm fine. Mm. Mm. I mean, if, if we had gotten to the temple before the break, I would have I would have mentioned it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would have been a nice cliffhanger. Yeah. Hmm. There's no answer, but you can feel, um, can feel your your stomach rumble in a way that almost feels like an answer, or at least an acknowledgement. All right, Van says. First, let's start with some pleasantries. I would have some information. Where am I? What is this place? Doesn't seem to be any reply. Do you have a name? Long silence. Why are you residing in my own flesh and blood? <laughs> Nothing? No Nothing answers on this? come. Hmm. This is thoroughly less uh, helpful than I was hoping. <sighs> How about this? What do you want? Um, you can feel a, a swelling in your belly. Almost as if, uh, um, like if you've got a really big burp and you can feel it starting to rise, but then there's no actual burping and it just kind of fades. Very well. I <laughs> I was I was kind of hoping for a conversation, not like not like it burps. Um, <laughs> well. So I think Van <laughs> just says very well. Perhaps I shall wait until another time. I'm quite confident in your ability to communicate with me. Perhaps you merely need time to adjust. And Van's going to move on and go to his prayers and attempt to make contact with Chis. Okay. The whole day? Oh, hours. Yeah. Right. You stay in prayer to Chi. Mother Elise uh, leads some silent prayer and then some group vocalized prayer. It's um, a long while in there. Kind, mm -hmm. you find yourself maybe a little bit bored listening to these things going on and on. And, uh, but eventually, 
after many, many hours, uh, Mother Elise finishes up with the people, comes over and kind of gives Van a gentle shake, bringing him out of his prayers, saying, I, I found no reply at the end of my questions. Neither did I. Do you think the gods have abandoned us here? Have we done something abandoned to us? please them? Oh, no. I don't think so, Mother Elise. I think they can't find us here. I think... Where could we be that the gods can't reach? That's an excellent question. I don't know myself. But think about it. Astaire would not shun you. What have you done to ever deserve such a thing? Oh, I am a sinner of my own. I have broken my vows of marriage. Playing with men who are not my husband. I have lied to friends. Their sins of their sins of a life. But think of it. I may have done things that perhaps I regret in my time. But through everything I've tried to stay faithful and follow follow a path Jesus set for me. I see no reason that she would shun me so. Truthfully, I can't imagine any reason other than can, can you think of anything? A place the gods couldn't reach? Perhaps not even reach. Maybe, maybe they simply don't know where we've gone. As, infinitely, as infinite as they may be, these deities may not be able to search everywhere at once. Perhaps they're looking for us and simply don't know where we are. It's some sort of beacon. And how would we create something like that? She slowly shakes her head. I... I don't know. You were leading prayers, yes? Hmm? Perhaps you could lead the prayer. Ah, perhaps you could lead prayers to people, specifically in pursuit of a prayer to a stare. 30 people praying to the gods might not elicit much response because it's diffused among all the gods. 30 people praying to a specific deity might be more likely to take notice. 130 people praying to a specific deity might do even better. It's possible. I will. I will gather. Yeah, you can overhear this conversation. Uh, I will put it to the people. Maybe if you were can wait, we could see what this does. Sure. I know we're short on time as people grow hungry, but maybe together uh, a whole chorus of voices in prayer. It's possible. It's the best hope with it. It's the best hope we have right now. She nods slowly. Um, <laughs> if you do manage to contact Astaire, do me a favor and tell her to pass a message along to Cheese. <laughs> of course. Van gives her a smile at that. And says, I'll, I'll go back to the keep and uh, round up some people and ask them to come to the church. Hmm. I could do with a bit of leg stretching myself. Why don't we all go? Sure. I I go up to Vern and so nothing, I suppose. But even a tiny bit. Astaire is a major deity, right? One of those four big ones. Yeah, one so of that's why... I, okay. So I, I figure that probably... Uh, it might be easier to reach a major deity than a minor deity. So I'm, I'm cool with going for Astaire. Okay. You guys step out into the town and begin to make your way back to the keep. 
Can I get a perception check from the two of you? <laughs> of course. I'm all the... More fog monsters. Oh. D20. Six. Yeah. yeah. 29. 16. Good thing there's two of you, right? <laughs> yeah, I think every single perception check from us has had one person fail in another pass. Yeah. <laughs> or, you, or we have some peasant with super eyes and... As the... Lots... As all of you are heading back into back towards the keep, um, Van Helsing, you notice there's a, a wiggling, like the air itself is shimmering or or moving um, down one of the the side streets away from the keep. Van kind of holds a hand up for everyone to stop and says, "Hold." Some of the people are in front of you, some of the people behind you. The ones yeah. in front of you don't notice. The people behind you give a stop. Kynes next to you. Mother Elise is uh, well ahead of you already. All right. Van says, Kine, watch my back, and starts to uh, slowly move down the street. Says, hello? I draw my axe. Okay. The... This is, a, this is a side street. You head down this, speak out. Yeah, no... I, take, I, take, I go a little distance. Like I'm not trying to go all the way up to it. I just want to like move down the street to make clear that I've noticed it, and I, I attempt to make contact. Right. There's there's no reply. Some of the people that were standing behind you pick up their pace and go around, heading towards the keep. A few stick behind mm -hmm. to watch you, looking down this alleyway. Um, there's no reply from the thing. It's just this... Kind of, you know, if you're looking at like the the a hot road and the air kind of shimmers and waves. Something Does it like look that. like it forms around into a figure, like a humanoid shape that's invisible, maybe, or is no. it like uh, just sort of a blob? It's like the the width of this narrow little street. It's a, it's a very small side street, uh, maybe six feet across. And the air first. is shimmering. It's shimmering is not quite the right word. It, like hold, you, it goes all the way across the street. Van's mm -hmm. gonna walk down the street toward it. Okay. Van, what are you uh, doing? Give me a, another perception check, Van. 21, that's a pass. You notice a very well-defined edge to this. Maybe uh, five feet off the ground, six feet off the are ground. Are you saying that it could be interpreted as being a gate? Um, I guess... Uh, I think that's probably valid interpretation. It looks like maybe. a square sort of rectangle, and then inside of this rectangle, it's like shimmering, kind of like um, a liquid surface, but it's in thin air. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Van's going to grab a stick from the ground, and he's going to sort of reach it out and poke it into this, this shimmering area. There's an acidic smell to the air as the end of the stick begins to I do burn. it very slowly, yeah. Right. As the end of the stick kind of... It, it's almost like it's hitting something squishy and as you push it in this stick begins to burn and dissolve when a a, a little section right. like a little pseudopod of this blobby thing reaches right. out I, I, I mean as soon as it's starting to uh burn i van's gonna jump back obviously yeah the pseudopod reaches out as if to strike you but you duck out of the way in time i was talking about gelatinous this cubes earlier <laughs> in the brain uh, okay. Uh, I see that. Uh, I see that. This all right? Uh, give me a perception uh, check, Kine. You're a little bit ways away, and you never saw the I'm... creature to begin with. Twenty-two. Yeah, you see it. Van's turning and running. Yeah. Okay. Everyone, to the key. 
you guys make your way through the streets um, and back into the keep, safe and sound. Okay. You had to poke it, right? <laughs> what else would I do? I thought it might be a gate. You could have, you could have taken a stone and thrown it. I mean, sure, but if I had, you know, I was hoping that by gently prodding it with a stick, it would think I wasn't trying to hurt it. If I throw a rock, anyway, that's that's much harder to justify. Anyway, let's let's prepare for the mass prayer. Sure, keep an eye out. I want to make sure that thing doesn't kill any people on the street. I mean, yeah, we should. Yeah, let's tell some people that there's uh, what was it? I didn't see quite right. It. I don't know how to describe it. It was almost like a. It, you you mentioned it was like gelatinous, right? It like some gelatinous piece came out of it when it attacked me. Uh, um, a Pseudical. piece came out of it, like a. Like a I don't know, what's good. Like something goopy and sticky. Like if you've got yeah. a really viscous liquid and you pour it, and it kind yeah. of forms. Yeah, it, it was like I was poking it into a liquid, and then it. Yeah. Say, it reminds me of those. Uh, from the river. We fought an ooze, right? Yeah, we fought an ooze in the water. It reminds me of that that thing in the water that we fought on the way to the river. Only but more s- substantial. Perhaps, yeah. It did seem larger. Anyway, yeah, let's prepare. So we prepare for the mass prayer? Sure. Uh, where are you going to hold this mass prayer? Uh, in the church, we're gonna take like a get a good group of 100, 130 people out and go to it. So everyone, everyone basically sure. to the church. Um, Mother Elise calls out to everyone, explains to her to them your plan of everyone together in prayer, mm-hmm. uh, and you guys head to the main church. Yeah. So Van's going to um, sort of tell the knights uh, in secret about this this strange thing on the streets. If they see a like a weird shimmering, don't go anywhere near it. It's very dangerous. Um, just come, like, don't try and cause a mass panic. Just alert uh, either Kyan or my or myself, uh, and um, just we'll we'll just make sure that we give it a wide berth. A few of them seem a little offended that you've asserted yourself as the commander here, when they're clearly have rank and purpose, yeah. and they're, they're knights after if, all. They've been... If Van notices that, like that, they seem offended. He says, "I don't say this to try and uproot your authority. I say it because I have more experience in monsters than you do. I've been doing this for quite a long time now." Seems to at least quell their their initial <laughs> ruffled feathers. Sure. Uh, and everyone heads out to the church. Uh, Mother, you can almost you can all fit in the church, but it's going to be a, a nice tight packing. Everyone mm. comes in, gets real squished up, shoulder to shoulder. Uh, a trio, sorry, a pair of knights and the two town guards are going to stand outside. I guess that's all the knights. Both the knights and the guards stand outside. Uh, I would tell I, I would um, you sh- probably shouldn't stay outside. It seems these four creatures are attracted to anyone, so staying inside would be more safe. Safer for us, but you can't see anything coming if you stay inside. I mean, oh, I'm not worried. Here. It's possible. I mean, is it any different than being trapped in the keep? <clears throat> Freda speaks up saying, I'd rather, if something's going to come for us, I'd rather see it coming and be able to alert people rather than opening the doors and being surprised by it. The thing is, they might not come if you stay in the church. Would you uh, Would you do me the favor, then, of waiting inside and shutting the doors if you see anything? 
We will take appropriate action if we see something, but I'm going to stay outside and keep an eye around. Very well. Stay close to the doors. I'd rather not lose you. Um, All right. And Van is going to uh, head inside and help lead these people. I, I think this is more like th- this is kind of Elise's time to try and contact Astaire. Like we're we're kind of starting a big bonfire, like Astaire's big high school party bonfire. And, uh, <laughs> so Van's going to like lead the prayer while Elise kind of like tries to focus and concentrate and get get Astaire's attention. So Van will Van will spend that time kind of leading people in prayer. Okay. Uh... The voices come together. The people all follow the prayers that you and Mother Elise are leading. The church fills with the voice of 120-some people Mm. praying in unison. And you and Mother Elise, well, we'll just start with you for now. Uh, you feel your the same sort of empty silence uh, the spiritual empty silence mm-hmm. at first the familiar sense of being alone and lost without your, your goddess around to guide you Yeah. and then almost as if you can see a candle lit on in a night sky or in, in a building across the street or down the road at night just kind of like the, the the faintest of light source, uh, spiritually speaking, kind of comes mm-hmm. to you. It, it's not enough to to communicate, but there's a, a recognition that there's something there. Something is out there. Okay, I think we Van uh, Van shouts to the the chorus to get louder. Okay. Make sure that their prayers echo through the halls of the church. The voices pick up uh, the candle grows brighter uh, it's enough to uh, see a, a flickering of flame kind of a shimmering of light uh, almost a dancing uh, of shadow but not enough to communicate through I will right. try I think, to I think we sustain it and I, I think now it's uh it's Elisa's chance to uh this, this is um, her. right she's got that flame so now it's uh it's her chance to make something come of it Neil yeah I will accompany prayer with my flute sure 22. Okay. Pass the tech. Yeah, so Van, um, you know, every, everything's loud, and right now he's just going to try and keep it going and let Elise do her thing. This is her This is her, This is is her. her opportunity. Okay. <laughs> this is her chance here. The prayers continue for half an hour or so um, before Mother Elise calls it to a stop. Um, mm-hmm. And everyone's voices slowly die down and look around. She immediately hurries over to you and says, did you, did you feel it? I, I, I could almost... A flame in the night sky? Yes, yeah, something like that. There's, they're, they're, they're there still. I just... I can't quite reach them. Hmm. So you need Mother to... Elise. A place. A place of great faith, of holy worship. Something on a grand scale. Something close by that people can reach in the next few days. We don't have much time. I don't know about a few days, but Heatstroke has the the great temple. I know it has a dark and sordid past, but that's the the closest Mm. thing to the holiest place around. How far is Heatstroke? Quite far. The only time I've ever been, I've taken a ship. 
Uh, it must be over a hundred miles as the crow flies. Anyone here? No, even on ship, it was like a week to get to Redport, so it'd still take a while. Um, it? Yeah, it was like three or four days to get to Redport. I think people would be in pretty dire straits if we went all the way to Heatstreet. We, if we it's... go fast, we might make it in if in a week. It's across the Ashlands and the Golden Sea. A lot of yeah, open area with very little around, it's... and then you have to cross the Hourglass Desert. It. It's possible that. I mean, did anybody who was uh, thrown into this place with us, were any of them sailors? Do any of them know how to captain a ship? There were some sailors. It's possible that there's a ship down at the harbor. Something available I mean, we, for us to use. We've taken boats from the harbor, so is there a ship, Neil? There are ships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's possible we could sail there. So that's to be our way, then. Quite different than... You mentioned them, but there's hope now, I guess. Faint hope, but hope all the same. I, I will see to the sailors, see if any of them, see if they know enough between them to, to get us all on a ship and sure. keep it in line. I'm willing to help. I'm, I'm not, I have little experience myself, but I am still able to uh, do physical labor. Right. Me too. Okay. Uh, and Mother Elise goes to the other sailors. I guess you guys are probably privy to this conversation too. Uh, it appears there are enough people that they could man a um, not a sailing ship, but a, a rowing ship. One of the, the larger galleys um, or smaller galleys could fit all of the people here. Uh, if, and if everyone rows and the sailors can help steer and guide the rowing and Get everyone and doing the right thing, they should be able to make it there. They estimate the distance to heat stroke as what one, two, three, four, five days. Okay, hmm. sure, five days. I think we're going to uh take them up on that. I don't really see it's worth a shot, honestly. Now that uh, we de have definitely a sign of contacting. Yeah. Yeah. They take about as long for us to get to Stromheim on land. Maybe, maybe even Mother Elise, maybe it would, if we can reach Esther, would it be, a, would, would it be possible to send a message to Father Owen? Honestly, I'm going to say this kind. If we can reach our deities in complete fashion, it's possible they could take us back to that plane themselves. Our <laughs> deities are infinite in power. Don't, uh, don't jump uh, uh, too I'm far. I'm saying ahead. that anything is possible. I don't know what will come of it. But a, simple, a simple message, a dream, maybe. Just a spark in his mind, maybe. Perhaps you should leave this to those of us that are inclined to the divine. Of course, Here's your of course. notion of what magic is. Is a uh, I'm I'm not layman's I'm, at best. Uh, it's not just a matter of sending a message. It's more complicated. Uh, I'll of leave course. the the food hunting and the animal handling to you. <laughs> That's the problem. There's no food here. <laughs> anyway, we. Best my case. Any day we waste here is we lose strength, or people lose strength. The ones who are 
sad to say it, but the ones who have these creatures inside them must work the hardest. Oniel, have we had a day without combat so far? As in, like, natural healing? Um, not since you've gotten back to Shirebrook. Hiking through the Shirebrook forest and around the uh, rivers and everything has been too strenuous for you to heal. Um, so it's not quite been a, a day of rest yet. Um, okay. But everyone so... can head down to the ships, to the docks. Mm -hmm. yeah. find and an appropriate them. ship and I think we're going to end here mm. before you guys actually set off into the water or get to heat stroke um, I'd like to do a little more prep before we go in that direction sure um, so that is it for Hardcore Heroes Other Side today excellent <sighs> how do you guys feel about this I know this is a a different area and a very different style to the campaigning than we've done so far. How are you guys feeling about it? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's say, let's say, um, I hope you have no problems with a bit of criticism because uh, I think it's it's good. I mean, it's interesting so far. I think maybe. At least from my point of view, not the ideal way to take probably ninety percent of the players' tools away. I've, I've, <laughs> yeah, ninety percent of the players' tools. <laughs> kind, all you have left is a single fingernail. That's the only <laughs> weapon at your disposal. No, I, no, I mean, uh, I mean, well, what of my my ranger skills are actually useful for example i mean i can't use anything except maybe swimming and trekking i um i would What's say that? as like an aside thing i think this is like a fun a fun uh, yeah. direction to go down i would say it's that if fun. if we died here it'd be a disappointing way for our characters to go it would be yeah. like disappointing not just because of their death but like i feel like there were really cool directions things could have gone back in arcadia for like ways that our characters could have died. Like the idea of the party all like kind of breaking apart and killing each other. I thought there were some really fun directions that could have gone. And I think compared to that dying in this place would be a little bit disappointing. Well, let's hope you guys don't die in this place then. <laughs> yeah. But it's only two episodes in. We'll see how it goes. Um, I hope it goes well. Let's dole out some experience. So yeah, you defeated a 10 of those uh chompers okay the baddie thingies wombats <laughs> yeah wombats chompers whatever's uh let's see Bats. you defeated that strange mist you fought four more of those things and one of them crawled inside of you uh, we found the dwarf. Yes, and... you found the dwarves alive. Well, a dwarf alive. After but... how long? Months? Mm. Probably Probably months. quite a long time. Somebody didn't want to give him a little bit of food. <laughs> Fuck that shit. We've got four days of rations. You don't need the food anymore. <laughs> yeah, not at the time. Literally minutes later, you didn't need the food anymore. I didn't anymore. know that was going to happen. <laughs> Um, let's karma. see, you successfully reached out to your gods in prayer. Yes. It was a, a good call on getting everyone together, Van. We, we found more uh, out about this plane, so things in this plane 
don't sustain us. It's really a... Yes, nothing oh, here yeah. is really sustaining. That's worth some experience. Um, let's see. Yeah, we'll get some role-playing experience in there. Uh, you have gathered a... You're getting everyone on a boat and leaving town. Mm -hmm. While you haven't quite discovered anything, that sort of mass migration decision is worth some experience. Okay. Did the ooze flee from us? Um, we did defeat it, though, because it ran away. And we, we like, took away the body it was yeah. trying to take with it. So it was, like, a genuine just, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um... Uh, what about talking with the thing that was inside of me? Making contact with that shadow that possessed me? Or it could have just monster. been your tummy rumbling, too. <laughs> well, if you can make some more, some sort of substantial contact, maybe we'll get sure. some experience for that. But for now, we'll leave it be. Uh, add some role-playing, divided by two people. Ooh, this, Yeah. Uh, why don't you each take home 3,750 experience? Okay. Nice. 3,750? Yes, sir. Alright, multiply that really fast. Now I'm just under 30,000 away from next level. Excellent, only 10 more sessions. Yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> about 14,000 off. 13,500. Or well, multiple Shadow Dragons. Uh, if you'd like, we can just have a Shadow Dragon descend on you next round. I'm, I'm next I mean, we are 100 people. Because you have like a Shadow Dragon on 1 HP that kind of can just shoot with an arrow really fast. <laughs> uh, sure, but you still have to roll initiative. Okay, sure. Um, and if it wins... <laughs> no, it's a trick. Dragons are immune to normal arrows. Like how he kill himself. <laughs> but also, a Shadow Dragon's breath does not kill people. No, it True. just de-levels you. Yeah, but it doesn't de-level him enough to knock him out. Temporary. Sure, you can it's go ahead and be at half your level temporarily. <laughs> I'm mean, not sure if you could even hit it. Don't they have like 30 AC? <laughs> These, those ships, uh, the ships in the port uh, must have armament, right? Ballistas or something. No, most the ships don't really have armament. There's not uh, a lot of what we'd have as piracy. The, mm. A pretty small island uh, naval trade is very safe around here. Oh, Neil. Yeah. Uh, am I right in assuming that turning is something that you do, like, is that, like, an innate power I have as a cleric? Or is that something that I need to be in contact with my god for? Because, uh, like, I have the spells that I already have memorized, and I can cast right. those at will. It's described as the power of your god channeling through you. Okay. Yeah, so that's something you'd need to be yeah. in contact with to do. Okay, yeah. that's what I was assuming, which is why I never yeah. tried turning those things that yep. start possessing uh, people. Yeah, turning might have worked. Actually. Somebody, somebody mentioned it in chat, so I thought I might, I might as well uh, bring it up. All right. Well, that's it today for Hardcore Heroes. Other side. Uh, we'll see you next Saturday with the third episode of this. So see you guys tomorrow. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.